What's up, Video Landers? Welcome to episode 346. I am your host, Kyle Brown, and tonight with me is... Cousin Wayne. Seth Fisher. Jesse Reyes. You can find us on Instagram, adventuresinvideoland.com, and as always, the conversation begins and ends where, fellas? On Facebook. Facebook. On Facebook. Seth, why don't you go over the rules of the Dragon's Lair for me? So, when we broadcast from the Dragon's Lair, there are two rules. One, there are spoilers. So... Mm -hmm. We are talking about movies tonight. If you haven't seen them, we're going to ruin them. So maybe you should go watch them, then come back. The other one is, Cousin Wayne's with us tonight, so we might have some adult themes the present. There it is! <laughs> hey, hey. <There's, laughs> there might be some adult themes present. So you might want to put the kids to bed on this one. That This is uh, adult podcasting. This is adult, yeah. It's, it's like Adult Swim. I have a fucking potty mouth. He does. There it is. It's present. So those are the two rules. All right. Speaking of Cousin Wayne, uh, we've been doing a little challenge since uh, a little bit before Thanksgiving. Is yep. that when we started? Uh, where Cousin Wayne is trying to lose 50 pounds. I lost even more. I am now down to 237. Lost eight pounds. Yes. 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 Thank you. Thank you. That's that's big time, man. You yeah. got some some gifts coming your way. So. I cannot wait for that. So hopefully you got what seventeen more pounds to get to. Is yep. that what we're I'm going to have that by uh, sometime in July. I'm God planning. Damn, Wayne. Ooh. God damn, I, I love this. it, sir. Me too. That is fantastic. Well, that is special news, and tonight we have a very special episode because it is versus <gasps> versus is our Thunderdome challenge basically two movies are going to enter an arena and we're just going to fucking pelt them with awards over and over and over again and only one movie is going to walk out alive all right and at the end the winner with the most golden idols is going to be put to a vote here at the table whether or not we think it is pantheon worthy if it is it'll be kicked up to a council they will decide whether or not it actually goes into pantheon or tonight we could completely shut out whatever wins just say fuck who knows we could say you know what no fuck alfred molina and it doesn't get a chance to get in. So that's just how it's going to fucking roll tonight, guys. That's going to fuck Alfred Molina. Yeah, I'm, really? I'm, I might. I mean, I, <laughs> now, I'm saying that is... Now, would you bring the tentacles just, in I, oh. to fuck Alfred Molina? Because, I mean, that's mm -hmm. he's got you pinned. That's a Wayne. The you, tentacle thing are is... Are you fucking him or is he fucking you? <laughs> Can it be both? <laughs> now, some of you might be asking, where's Brad? You know, Brad usually leads these. Where is he? No one knows. We Fuck haven't Brad. seen him in days. We think he's dead. We're not sure. No, he's he's out. He's you know updating the website. He is getting interviews. Together. He's watching he's, porn. He's probably watching a lot of porn. He's doing cartoon he's, porn. He's doing his own porn verses that he's doing on a completely different podcast that no one else gets to listen to. It's just for him. No, he's he's doing his behind the scenes stuff. But he did leave a little message behind for us guys talking about this particular episode. He's really excited about this one. He wanted to join us, uh, but had to drop out just. Too much going on. Uh, he did say that he's pulling for Spider-Man 2. He did his own awards, and Spider-Man 2 came out on top, and that's what he predicts is going to win. Sometimes, you know, you're like, oh, man, I'm a big Spider-Man fan, but I think Spider-Man 2 might take it. He's putting all his chips in on what he likes the most. So he's really pulling for it. He thinks that, uh, you know, there's a lot of great categories, especially uh, supporting actor, Willem Dafoe versus Alfred Molina. Hell, you can throw, you know... Uh, old J.K. Simmons in there. You got a lot of great performances going on in these movies. So he's, he's really excited to listen to this one. But we need to talk about what movies we're actually talking about, Wayne. Let's so why do don't it. you uh, tell us what those movies are and what their Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb scores We've are. We've got Spider-Man 1 and 2. We'll start with Spider-Man 1, uh, release date of 2002, directed by Sam Raimi, uh, starring Tobey Maguire, Kristen Dunst, and Willem Dafoe. IMDb rating of 7.3. 
Good old Rotten Tomatoes, 90 fucking percent. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Spider-Man 2 released just two years later, 2004. Directed by, again, Sam Raimi. Uh, starring, again, Tobey Maguire, Kirsten Dunst. This time, Alfred Molina. Mm-hmm. IMDb rating of, again, 7.3, but Rotten Tomatoes and Other Grace, 93%. Ooh. So this is a, a pretty heavyweight. I'm sure you didn't write it down, but uh, Spider-Man 3 probably not fair as well. You know, I watched that. I, I just, for this uh, episode, I just ordered a three-pack off Amazon, and I watched mm-hmm. it again, and that was such a godforsaken piece of shit. I, I couldn't do it. It's the most Rammy of the three. Yes. Yeah. It's also the most, you know, producer-influenced movie, yes. too. There's sure. a lot of shit in there that they, they just he didn't want in there. bad, I yeah. think. It yeah. just, you know, you got this great character, yeah. and they just... What do, you, what do you guys think about this one tonight? Don't give away, you know, too much what your feelings are, but, you know, coming into this, how'd you feel? I think, I'm with Brad, I think Spider-Man 2 is going to take it away. Okay. I mean, it's... And you're not a big comic book movie guy. No, I'm not. It's not my thing, but, I mean, I do appreciate it, I respect mm-hmm. it. I mean, obviously, it's a huge moneymaker, and you see what's going on with it and how long it's been going on. I got respect for it. I mean, you could almost say this is kind of like... The mega powers of superhero movies. Like this is like Hulk. Hey, we got we got one half of those people in. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say you got Macho Man and Hulk Hogan like going head to head. I mean, mm-hmm. for a long time, these were the superhero movies. Yeah. I mean, you could you could throw X Men like, in there and Blade stuff like that and too. Yeah, the I mean, Yeah, I was gonna say, but these were the ones that like just stood a little higher than the rest. Mm-hmm. That, like these were the these best. These were the big budget ones. The best that yeah. the genre had to offer. So. I'm really excited to see like what what everyone picked out of these movies because I think there's so much to enjoy with with both these movies. So I'm pumped. Yeah, I got to go with uh, everybody else's feelings on it. It's I mean it's it's an exciting thing to watch to try and I haven't watched Spider-Man movies in years. <clears throat> yeah, me either. So I threw them in. Uh, I threw them in over uh, the last couple weekends and just kind of rewatched them and gave myself a few run-throughs. I was like, man, I forgot there's all this shit in this movie and yeah. I forgot all the things they did. And it was just a it was nice eye-opening and a reminder. I was like, yeah. Now I remember why watching these in 2002, why I was really excited for comic book movies. It was like, this was that step above that we've been waiting for uh, as a fan of comic books for a long time, just to, to see a real, to see the real superhero shit in action for once. Absolutely. And you know, uh, like you said, you hadn't watched these in a while. I hadn't either. And we've been inundated with a lot of Spider-Man, you know, in, yeah. in the media. You know, going off of this, Spider-Man 3. And then we rebooted with Amazing Spider-Man and Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Never you, seen, seen those. Yeah, don't, don't, they, they don't. They don't exist, Blake. <laughs> they don't exist. Uh, there was a PS4 game that's incredible. One of the best Spider-Man stories mm-hmm. out there, honestly, in that game. Uh, and then we got you know, Far From Home coming out. We had Homecoming. Homecoming. Civil uh, War. Civil War and uh, Into the Spider-Verse, which mm-hmm. a lot of us, you know, Amazing. think was one of the best I movies. I adore that movie the entire year. Mm-hmm. Never seen it. it. It's worth your time. It's, yeah. I've heard nothing but good things about it, but it just doesn't look interesting, you know? It's worth your time. That's it's, all, it, that's it, all it, without it, me it saying. It really is fantastic. Yeah. I'll, mm-hmm. Next time we meet up, I'll, I'll let you borrow it from me, man. All right, Jesse, this is your first Versus. How are you feeling? I feel still Jesse. <laughs> you're gonna be like, I feel pretty. Like, I, 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 do, I usually do feel pretty, but I, mean, I, I feel me. I feel good. I am ready to defend my choices with a violent fervor. And uh, if anyone needs to get choked out, you know, get your neck ready. He can yeah, go I'm all venom on. Oh, venom! Venom another fucking spider. I thought he was, I thought he was gonna go all bone saw. On yeah, blood yeah. <laughs> pressure's coming in. Oh, yeah, gonna fuck up your brain, brother. <laughs> Three minutes of bleed time. Anyway. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, let's get this thing kicked off and finally figure out 
which of the Raimi 1 and 2 is better. Wayne, why don't you start us off with best film location? Uh, location, I want to give a quick runner-up uh, to Spider-Man 1, the abandoned building where him and Green Goblin are fighting. Uh, I thought that was just a great location, kind of out-of-the-way place for this to go down, but uh, I gave my actual award to Spider-Man 2, Doc Ock's hideout. Uh, you've got this great little out-of-the-way place. You can kind of see the city in the background. You're surrounded by it. It just looked like a classic... Evil bad guy layer. Right man. right on the bay. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking all run like down. Obelisk fucking thing in the middle that's going off. Yeah. It's, exactly. It's like, it just seemed perfect. It's fucking tilted. It's cool. It's kinda mm-hmm. cool. It's like a mad scientist hideout, which is kind of accessibly what he is. It's exactly what he is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with uh, Spider Man one, the destroyed factory that you had just talked oh, about. Nice. Yeah, because I mean just uh just you know, we're introduced to Spider-Man flying in through a brick wall, <laughs> and, then a, and then a pumpkin bomb blowing up, and they are literally just tearing this place down as they're fighting. What a what a fun location, because, I mean, like, you know, it's industrial, but there's still a lot of green and stuff, so you're, uh, you know, it's, it's a good time. It's a good, good, uh, good resting place for the old goblin. Old Gabby. Yeah. Um, I have to go with uh, something a little different. I went with the Brooklyn Bridge from Spider-Man oh. 1. It's, uh, I think it's a beautiful scene that they really... Uh, portion out the difference in height the use of every bit in there the cable car uh the cable car the bridge uh the people the boat they use every bit of that scene and every bit of that location to really bring together like a full amazing scene just off of the brooklyn bridge which i didn't you know you don't you don't get that out of many movies to really use a an iconic spot and really get a full gamut of everything that could happen in that area. Except Ghostbusters. Yeah, that was too. Ghostbusters. When, they ride, when they ride the Statue of Liberty yeah, in the <laughs> fucking museum, man, obviously. Um, you know, I think this is actually a fairly weak category. Um, because they really... New York is their location. So they don't... they don't. I mean, they do the Brooklyn Bridge. You get little snippets of places here and there. So I went really broad. And I just went New York in general. And which movie I felt used New York better. And I think Spider-Man 1 uses it a little bit better. We get to actually go around the city. We see a few more things. It's you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. <laughs> we get those moments in both movies. Oh, yeah. So they, yeah. Both these movies will share a lot of things that yeah. are very cliche. But mm-hmm. um, I think there's just more expansiveness, especially in the, the beginning when he's trying to figure out his powers. And, you know, he's actually, like, trying to get around and stuff. There's, like, cool buildings and, and shots up on there. Um, but really... I, I, you know, I it was close to giving just a rubber chicken overall, but I think there is enough like New York there to get some some film location out of it that I, I did enjoy. All right, Wayne. Next up is best character. I am prepared for some blowback on this All one, right. but I went with Spider Man One, Green Goblin. Uh, just wait, Green Goblin or Norman Osborn and Green Goblin? Are we getting are we getting a mix here? Or are we just doing? One I'm side? doing the Green Goblin. Uh, he, oh. He's just so Joker esque to me. He's got the insanity thing going on, but uh, still a genius. And, and he's got the resources for for the, like all these gadgets he's got. He's got the glider. He's got the pumpkin bombs. He's got all, and he's just just motivated to chaos. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I have the feeling that even with Oscorp, he's still going to go out and just be this Green Goblin. You know, you, you've got a great costume, you've got a great uh, insanity thing going on, you've got great gadgets going on, and, and, you, and you've actually got a good background story for this character. You know, just this uh, CEO or, or whatever he was, you know, shot down almost because he's losing his company, flips his lid, and just, you know, gets injected with this uh, still very experimental stuff. I mean, you've got the story, you've got Shitty the Shitty super soldier serum. <laughs> 
you, you've got you've got everything going on. And he did. He just reminded me of the Joker a little bit. It's almost like Marvel's answer to him. I don't know which one came out first. I have oh, no Joker clue. Joker first. But okay. he is he is the Joker. And yeah. I thought, God, that's mm-hmm. that's a pretty good fucking answer. I thought they did really good with that. Mm-hmm. You know, Spider Man. You know, I, I felt like I was just getting the same shit in two movies. Oh, I'm a teenager, didn't know what the fuck he's doing, mm-hmm. and I've got to learn, and I've got to learn. Yeah, that's great now, but I got really bored with it. So I, I definitely I had to go with Green Goblin. So, I'm going to go with uh, Dr. Otto Octavius for this one, uh, Spider-Man 2. Um, And even though I'm not a huge fan of Doc Ock, I I think he takes such an interesting journey through the film. You know, when we meet Doc Ock, uh, or I guess Otto Octavius, yeah, you know, he's a guy who can't do anything wrong. He's got a a babe by his side that thinks that, you know, he's not going to mess up. He can't screw up. The next thing you know, he screws everything up and gets her killed. And he's got... These metal arms now bonded to him that are now manipulating him and, like, kind of just pushing him in the in this way of, uh, you know, kind of pushing him down this path and convincing him that he needs to keep, uh, you know, doing, uh, you know, try again. You were right. All you got to do is just try harder. We need to make it bigger. And then by the end of the movie, he realized, oh, my gosh, I this is not who I am at all. I don't want to die a monster. And then so he ends up trying to fix what he had, uh, what he had started. So I just think that that's... Uh, you know, as opposed to the Green Goblin, that's like you know he's he like he's good kinda, and then is like evil for the rest well, of the my film. My major problem with Doc Ock was there at the end. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, you're gonna do what I tell you. I'm like, Wait, you could have done this the whole fucking time. Yeah, yeah. So what kind of prick was this guy before this fucking arms <laughs> I mean, got again, attached again, to him? I, I, just, I, like, I, mean, I like, like arcs. Like, no, I, is he just down. sitting there thinking the whole it's, time, like, if I had mechanical arms, I'd be a fucking chip, serial killer? It's the killer. chip in his neck. The chip mm-hmm. in his neck is Look, taking over his brain. The man just lost his life. Yeah. He's yeah. in a bad place. Yeah. He's got a lot of shit going on. Why not hit the dark side a little bit? But, a little you know, bit. <laughs> you know, who doesn't want to rob Really, what'd he do that was bad? Who doesn't want to, you know... I mean, he stole some money. Yeah, and it was mostly like, coins. I was going to say, it was fucking dollar coins, coins that that scene happened. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> New York said, what's your fucking problem? I, are those tokens? That's all subway tokens. <laughs> we'll get to watch the fuck. I was thinking the same thing, man. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ, that's a lot of fucking, or skeet ball. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Ski, not skeet. <laughs> I'm glad somebody got what that. What game are you playing, Wayne? A fun one. You're trying to come into a bullseye from 10 feet away? Oh, yeah. That's not how you fucking play. I don't even well, know what those goddamn balls quarter, are for. It's just a glass screen. <laughs> it just, it, you put a quarter yeah. in and it shows you yeah. tits. Yeah. 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 Skeet ball. There you go. Hey, Jazzy. Yeah. Who'd you pick for this one? <laughs> <laughs> Way to like, move on, Seth. Seth's like, well, can't tell my mom about this one. <laughs> Do not listen to the Spider-Man um, episode, mom. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with probably an interesting pick that a lot of people wouldn't go for. I went with J. Jonah Jameson mm, as the best character from Spider-Man Two. Um, J. J. Jonah Jameson, the first movie, you know, chewed up a lot of scenery, and you kind of got a feel for him. But the second movie, you really just started to see a little more of his ambition and what he wanted and how he was. Th- unrepentantly uh, just an asshole for the most part <laughs> but he doesn't care he's he is 100% every time J.K. Simmons is 110% with him in every scene he's in from uh, meeting the from meeting the people during uh, the reception mm-hmm. uh, to the wedding to chewing up every scene with Spider-Man with his Spider-Man stuff like everything about it I love J.K. Simmons' J. Jonah Jameson he epitomized it especially in this role and I loved that portion of it. I thought he was the best character out there. I, I loved him. I just wish there had been more of him in the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he, yeah. he was so much fun. It's like he, he was such a lovable asshole. I mean, yeah. Just... <laughs> no, that that was that was I teetered between him and I eventually went with Doctor Octopus though. Uh, Doc Ock, Otto Octavius. Uh, Seth said a lot of the things that uh, it's 
it's this this beautiful tragedy. You get to see this smart, soft-spoken, you know, he's like, hey, you know, I tried to learn poetry for this woman, you know, poetry is the way to a woman's heart, guy to, you know what, I, I'm pushing through with my work, this is my life's work, like, I know shit's going wrong, but if we can just get there because I've spent my entire fucking life to get to this moment and I can't back down now and it cost him everything you know cost him the the research that he had put together it cost him his wife you know his whole life is is ruined and then you know that the chip which you know you're completely missing out is the the chip you know took over his brain and the chip gets injured and the the arms are you know submerged in water and they can't figure it out so he didn't that, just that's he a didn't hell just, of a fail safe no, he didn't There's just this little very breakable thing on the back of my neck where if it breaks I'm gonna go fucking psycho on your guys' ass no. You gotta <laughs> sign this waiver before you come into my, my teaching class here. Ridiculous. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, Otto Octavius is uh, really f- it, the fun beginning arc all the way to becoming maniacal to, to redeeming himself by the end. Wait, let's do it. I went with uh, Spider-Man 2. Uh, there was just something good about Spider- well, Peter Parker and Aunt May together. You know, uh, with the, he's just this you know lonely teenage guy, the, very much the geek, the nerd. And he's got his Aunt May, and whether she... It's just it's great watching her talk to him, because she doesn't even know it, but she is helping shape one of the greatest superheroes ever. And it just seems so natural. And she has no clue she's doing it. She's just talking to someone that she has raised and loved as her own child. And he's responsive to that, because she's such a good woman. You know, and the way she raises and speaks to him and stuff. And it's watch because he's like, I know when he puts on that mask, he's not going to forget where he came from. You know, and who his family is and what they've taught him. So those those little moments, it wasn't a whole lot of moments there, but when they were, it was just them, like a when she was packing her shit and moving and all that, that little conversation there, I thought, that's just fucking amazing. Well, and you the know, great it, scene where he confesses that, like, his yes, fucked up is what Uncle Ben exactly. killed. He's like, like, no, I didn't. I did you guys like that scene? Great. I it I like it and dislike it. It's one of those like weird. Her reaction things. is weird. Like her reaction is strange. No, I like her. Her reaction is realistic. Mm-hmm. I think so too. You killed my husband. And you knew it, and you let, and you didn't mm-hmm. tell me for three years, Couple two, three years. years? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's fucked up. I think mm-hmm. she just it's not she that reaction. She regretted. Or yeah. said something. it's not I mean. that reaction. It's the reaction the next time to meet, and she's like, ah, "I'm over it." <laughs> Some people like she's that. Got yeah. shit to worry. Yeah, she's too like, late. Ah, it's fine. Look, he's dead. Don't worry. I threw away your comic books. Yeah. You dick. Well, before I put those away on you, I pissed on him. I mean. Sethels, what about you? Um, I'm going to have to give it to uh, JJ and Peter Parker and Spider-Man 2. That's good. I just like watching J.K. Simmons shit all over Tobey Maguire. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, where you're like, oh man, maybe he's going to cut him a break. No, he's not going to cut him a break. Can I have my money up front? Yeah. Ah! (laughs) He just starts laughing. Everybody just gets dead quiet. 300. (laughs) You're outrageous. All right, <laughs> like it's just oh, it's so good, and just um, I man, he just chews up the scenery, and my my, I just have a big smile on my face, and and I think that um, in the comics, Spider Man, you know, like they'll do one nice thing, and the several bad things happen. Rami just likes to throw all kinds of crap at, mm. at Tobey Maguire, and and nothing better than what what's going on at the bugle with, with J.K. Simmons. So anytime they're going back and forth, it's just a nice yin and yang. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, my pick for best screen duo, I felt, was uh, Green Goblin and Norman Osborn. Like the dichotomy Ooh. behind it. Because nice. you would watch them and they would talk to each other. He would talk. but And, and this, this just puts miles to Willem Dafoe and his acting ability to go from one to the other. 
and you could see that difference in his facial expression from the breakdown to that. But it's like it's like he's talking to his best friend who makes him do stupid shit. You want to do this stupid shit, right? Yeah, <laughs> come on, give it a try. Just like just it's like just one just one bump of cocaine. You gotta try it just once. You know, it's just little things, and he kept doing it. And there was all these little pieces every time they talked back and forth, and it was such a great way to show that juxtaposition between the Green Goblin as being menacing and a bit insane to Norman being cowering and afraid for what he's doing. But he's it's just it's like my best friend is telling me it's going to be all right. And it was just I thought that was always a great scene every time hearing the difference between them in every scene. What That's a, a great stupid answer. fucking answer. I was going to say. I had no. the same thing. Oh, so. God. <laughs> I respect you, but I'm going to argue against it later. No, I... That <laughs> with one of mine. So, yeah. No, I agree. That, that dichotomy between Norman and the Green Goblin, like, the best acting done in either of these movies between two people is when it's the same person talking into a fucking mirror and that's really goddamn impressive I absolutely fucking Willem Dafoe love what he's really going I mean Willem Dafoe is yeah. great Life Aquatic go um, <laughs> but uh, it, yeah there's just that that beautiful breakdown that he's having with himself and like you know they're separate entities at the beginning where he doesn't quite understand what's going on keeps you know blacking out and then waking up like who's dead what the fuck's happening and then they start to meld into one person as the, the dark version starts to just completely consume him and overtake him it's like drunk it's like being drunk and blacking out and drunk mm-hmm. me made me a pizza in the <laughs> oh thanks drunk me you know? I love it when that happens yeah oh but I stabbed a guy yeah. too uh, we don't worry drunk, about that bad drunk me yeah um, yeah so there's there's that beauty between these two characters and the, the internal conflict that they're having with one another that I absolutely just fucking love Wayne, who's your best villain? Uh, no shocker here. Spider-Man 1, Green Goblin, for all the reasons I gave him best character. Okay. Yeah. You got nothing else? You just, just, He's busy. Yeah, I, I, I just I, go with that. Yeah, I, no, I feel like I explained it all. and huh? or You know what I mean? It kind of tied in. So. Spider-Man 1, uh, Norman Osborn, Green Goblin. Wow. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah for, for best villain. Um, so uh, I think it's such a... Um, such a neat idea to have them be two separate entities and then by the end of it he's just completely crazy town <laughs> and, uh, and he is and I think that what makes him better uh, than um, than Doc Ock is that like Doc Ock still comes back in the end by the end like I love at the end where he's like no don't don't let the goblin get me again and it's like no he's just he's just turning on he's turning on his pussy voice <laughs> like that yeah, to, to just try to kill Spider-Man I think that's awesome and the fact that you can't keep a good villain down, he shows up in the second one, mm-hmm. posthumous, yeah. to try to get uh, try to get his son to start. You know, well, I'm going to talk about that later. Yeah, that which was. is freaking cool. <laughs> so, what? It's cool. No, it's, it's not. It's a total it's, comic book thing. It's it, fine. You can it, talk about it later. I will. You can't. That I, is, think it's, I think <laughs> it's. I think it's cool. Do it now. I'm Okay. Fine. Okay. Sure. The reason why Norman did this, he popcorn, subjected Jesse. himself to a genetic experiment. Yeah. Wrong. Mm-hmm. That yeah. has a very horrible side effect of insanity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fuck did his son take some of that shit? No, his son's fucked up in the head because he fucked him up prior. That's why he's mm-hmm. mentally unstable. He killed yeah. his dad. And now his now he found that his best friend is his dad's killer. And that tipped and him over the edge. Tipped him over the edge. That tipped him so far over the edge that he has lost his shit and now become the Green Goblin. Of course. Yeah. He was banging Mary Jane and then this he is lost why Mary I don't Jane. Read Peter comics. Parker. Yeah. I mean, it's a very <laughs> comic book thing that like really the goblin does, yes the goblin does speak to Harry one superhero or supervillain has got both parents <laughs> can't do it alright moving on 
All right, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, no, it's awesome. The, and, and again, just the fact that you know death. That almost my down. one my what the I was fuck say, moment. Black Lightning does, but he's you know his parents died of natural causes because they're old. <laughs> It's boring, man. <laughs> exactly. That's why he's uh, a well-rounded superhero. <laughs> he's mentally stable. Fuck you guys. Fuck <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Batman get his parents shot. Lazy ass. I don't go through the alleyway. Hey, it's ain't a DC thing. It's a Sony thing. Yeah. So, whatever. All right, what's your best villain? Uh, my best villain was Doc Ock from Spider-Man 2. From the same reasons, he did break off in the villain, but he was his goals were evil, and he was a villain. A good 80% of the movie. But were they? Yeah. All of his bad things were like, I need to rob money, or I need to rob these banks so I can can fund my science fair yeah. projects. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody goes, you know what, I'm going to go get a grant. Because that's what he would have done if he weren't... He had metal fused him. He couldn't so walk what? into anything. Yes, this he could. This is why Maybe he wanted he didn't to invest in what I did. You know what, see? Because people are biased against people with a handicap, and you can't focus on anything but the metal arm. They got no tentacle no, ramp to get into the building. Hey, gotcha. Exactly. Are you thinking ahead, like, what if he needs? Does his other forearms maybe need a drink? You I don't got know. A point I know if I was a loan manager and I saw a guy walking in like that, I'd be like... Some fucked up tentacles. Yeah. <laughs> just, I'm sorry, sir. I can't give you a loan because your tentacles be, are fucking wild. No, I mean, if you explain to me, like I, I am a, a scientist, I'm like, you got the loan. Look what you fucking did. Like, nah, you gotta be a chef or something with them arms. <laughs> do some or you just go for some Japanese. Do some porn. Goro cosplay or something, <laughs> brother. Say Masseuse. But I push him through as the best villain as he, um, as he shows, uh, he shows. I think the best attack style, the best. Fighting against Spider-Man and really being a antagonist against him for a good portion of time and a direct antagonist. Goblin was more off on the sides and then eventually becomes a direct antagonist. While Doc, you gotta is kill his spirit. Yeah, whatever. You gotta attack the heart. Yeah, yeah. Look at it. Go for what what he, he went and made finish it. Finish it. I know. Fuck you, Fuck you. Fuck you, Goblin. Go blow up another city with your pumpkin bombs. But I'm still going with Doc Ock. Okay. Cram it uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Doc Ock almost, you know, accidentally killed his wife. Uh, Green Goblin almost intentionally killed his son multiple fucking times in this movie. That's why he's taking it from me. Motherfucker's like blowing up his own goddamn building, trying to kill his son at certain points. Like, there's just. Uh, That's that chaos factor. That yeah, makes it so much fun. That, that like, he just like can turn evil it evil or is he just crazy? It's it's both, it's, I think. I think mo- more crazy than evil, but at the same time, there's, there's a Gastardly. tinge of evil in it there. Dastardly. Dastardly. I like that. Fucking yeah. twirl your mustache elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Doc Ock, does, I don't know, other than his wife, does he actually even kill anybody? Oh, like that hospital scene? Yeah. Oh, yeah, shit, I yeah, forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. I, I wrote that yeah, down, too. That we'll up. get to that. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that doesn't even feel like him. He's, like, passing on the table. The arms do all that shit. He's not the he's not the evil one. Like, this dude, Green Goblin's building fucking, like, you know, fucking surfboards that he can fly on and kill people with. He got goddamn grenade-shaped, like, pumpkins and shit. Like, that's that's just What a great cool. theme, too. Right? Walking around just, like a Power Ranger. Right? Yeah, motherfucker. The, the costume... <laughs> I think that. That costume is weird because I love it and fucking hate it all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Where it's like jumps out, it's morphin' time. And right, it's like, it's like it looks cool, but also it looks real fucking stupid and out of place. Have you seen the making of video? Where that's like, fucking the scary. The they had a mask that yeah, was Will 
on the phone. That like, was awesome. He would when he would move, it would move. It was just ma- massive Ooh. yellow eyes that were real. Was, yeah, very comic classic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. should have been it. Yeah. Just saying, like, it, it should have yeah. been battle armor, and then it had. Was that. that like on YouTube or the DVD or something? Yeah, yeah you, you can find it. It's like in a making of video, but they show him like as he's making faces. The the mask is making faces. I'll check that. out. Should have been that. Because Willem Dafoe can make some evil fucking faces. Oh yeah, he already looks like a goblin. Yeah, you take those like Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two sort of like you know stuff and like throwing Spider Man. That's what Green Goblin kind of was. So I will you check that out. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> that does sound right up my butthole. But villains are kind of pointless if they don't have a hero. So who is your best hero, Wayne? <laughs> uh, my best hero. I, I went with Spider Man too. Spider Man. Uh, I felt like a. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <Was it> Spider Man. <laughs> How'd you guess? Spider Man. <laughs> Spider Man one. I, I felt like I was. I was got a great origin story. But he he just really. He was more like discovering himself, really. wasn't being a hero. He was fucking... Like any kid would. If I were 50... I would have done so much worse if I had those Because he fucked up a lot in Spider-Man 2. He did. He had impotence problems in Spider-Man 2. He he did. I don't think he gets to that later, too. He hits hits puberty in the first one, and then already is having ED. I feel like uh, he he (laughs) literally saved... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He saved the whole city from getting blown up by, like, this fucked up something from Doc Ock. Yeah, but it's it true. took it after getting a shot of Viagra for him to finally do it. At least he did it. Hey, yeah. don't knock Viagra. I will, because I don't have ED. It gets hard without any help. If this movie had lasted four hours, I'd have been calling somebody. All right, wait. I'm going to go Spider-Man for Spider-Man 1, because I like origin stories. Oh, well, I, I do too. I think that he learned a lot, and I think the lesson was better. Because by the end, at least he feels different by the end of Spider-Man 1. At the end of Spider-Man 2, it's kind of like, is he really that different than when he started? He's still just kind of a loser. Yeah, he got the girl, but then you start Spider-Man 3, and it's like, oh, he still doesn't have the girl. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's the real answer from 2 to 3. Yeah. yeah. Am I the only one who thought Mary Jane was a gold-digging bitch? Is it just me? He doesn't have any money. It's his fault. She really doesn't do anything with him. Oh, no, no, no. She, she, has, she goes on his best friend. She goes with the astronaut. Because he don't make the move. That's not, that's yeah. not her fault. That's his fault. Because it is his curse. Whenever she's like, American Idol. Whenever she's like, hey, <laughs> he dude, I totally want Dick spinning zero G's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fucking impressive. Like he's got right a helicopter that none of us will ever probably get to do in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in zero G's, man, it just doesn't stop spinning. <laughs> <laughs> you would not believe the fucking middle picture I got in my head. Oh there. boy, but my so best here. Yeah, the Spider Man one. Spider-Man 1. I, I think it's about the journey. I think that he has a better journey. And I like origin stories. It really, when it comes down to it, I don't feel like he changes very much in Spider-Man 2. But there is a definite change from how, uh, when he starts the movie to when he ends the movie in Spider-Man 1. Yeah. I would have to go for same thing, Spider-Man 1. I thought he was a... I didn't care for in the second Spider-Man movie <laughs> the mental roadblocks that he had just because life wasn't going his way. At what point has life been going his way for Spider-Man at any point? Why bitch about it now? You're not making any money. That's not really any different than it was before. You don't have the girl. You didn't have her in the first place. You know she loves you, but you're staying away from her. I mean, these are all problems that you need to get your shit over with and deal with at the time. So I really enjoyed Spider-Man one more is that he was growing and was trying to become a better person. And he does by the end of the movie. He is the better version of Spider-Man by not being with Mary Jane. And in the second movie, he cries about it. <laughs> kind of like how Osborne snapped his shit and started hearing his dad's voice because yeah, things exactly, weren't going yeah. his way. Yeah. Harry snaps, loses it. He it, lost the girl. It works on a bad guy. It, it don't work really. So Spider-Man loses yeah. his web. 
Osborne yeah. loses his mind. The case of Dylan. <laughs> I don't want to do any more comic book episodes. <laughs> 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 All right. I had, uh, I want to give a runner up, and I think it's from Spider Man 2, and it ain't Spider Man, it's the people on the train. Like, cause that's just a that's fucking, cool. that's a great scene. Like, they're like, they step up to like, f- to protect this kid. Um, but it's just such a short thing, and like, they fucking get manhandled right after anyway, so I couldn't really go with that. Yeah, um, like three good people get like knocked out the window. Yeah, yeah, the window. yeah, yeah they get fucked up. Train good. windows are tough. Plus too. there's like at the beginning mm-hmm. that dude, when he's like starting to slow it down, he's like, can you slow this down any faster, dude? Yeah. He's like, dude, he's trying to fucking save your life. Like, chill the fuck out. You're yelling That's at Spider-Man. That didn't work. You got any other ideas? <coughs> yeah. got a few? How about I tossed your ass out? <laughs> yeah, we'll slow it down. Won't be as much weight, motherfucker. Um, but no, Spider-Man won. I, you know, that... <clears throat> Origin stories aren't always, you know, my, my favorite sort of thing to watch in a comic book movie, but Spider-Man, I love watching the origin story. I love watching him figure out what the fuck his powers are. You know, he's ripping lamps off walls and trying to jump off buildings and, like, figuring himself out. Drinking Not Dr. Just Pepper. Drinking Dr. Ooh. Pepper like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> watching Sony TVs, getting all the product placements up in there. Uh, <laughs> pizza yurt, whatever, I don't know. Um, but he... Uh, is finding himself not only as a superhero but as the person and uh, that's always just like you know something that's that's encapsulating about this movie as far as an origin story goes because most most of them it's just people like oh I'm just figuring out how to be the superhero but in this one he's got a whole lot more fucking shit going on um, and you know Spider-Man 2 also you know he's saving a whole lot more people uh, you know, on the train, like that fucking obelisk thing out on the leg blows up. It's going to take out a whole big fucking chunk of New York, if not all of it. And, like, it's really just him and Green Goblin, you know, going at it. But it's that, that personal struggle well, and battle. Well, the people on the, on the, on the cable bridge, car. Sure. Yeah, yeah. and Mary Jane. So, sure, like 40 times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the part of all that, the movies. You got to yeah. save that bitch every 10 he minutes. to save her every time. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, so that's why I'm just Spider-Man is, is better in one to me. It's fine. Wayne, best Our- kill. Fight or defeat. I will go. Okay, I'm going to give a runner-up. Uh, Spider-Man one, uh, best kill. Green Goblin taking an air glider to the deck. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty low blow. For that, that's that fucking, fucking horrible. When I went and saw the movie, I remember a large woman behind me scream right in the goblins. <laughs> when, uh, <laughs> that is beautiful. Did you like turn around and just pay her a hundred dollars and no, say thank you for giving me that? I just was like. <laughs> <laughs> right in the just goblins. Yep, right in the goblins. That is so, yeah. awesome. Just tossing that out there. That that's great. Yeah, uh, but I, I gave the award uh, Spider Man to uh, the hospital scene with Doc Ock. What is that? Is fucking Sam Raimi showing himself there? That was just so Evil Dead one and two for me. You know, you got the lighting. You've got like this. Uh, doesn't look like the greatest fucking hospital in the world. <laughs> and just I think it's more like a morgue. It kind of yeah. yeah. You get tentacles coming out, grabbing people, doing. I mean, you can hear screams and kind of you know type sounds and stuff. I that some serious fucking killing right there. I loved it. I'm gonna go uh, <clears throat> hospital scene with Doc yep. Ock. Nice. I, uh, the only thing I'm gonna mention that you didn't mention is. Uh, the fingernails going across the yes. floor, yeah, and yes. her getting Excellent. pulled in the darkness. Shit, will always make me cringe. Also, mm-hmm. the how it starts with, uh, you know, very uh, Independence Day. This is the real icky part where they start. Oh. They're all of a sudden, <laughs> ching, 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 and they look and it's not up there, and then boom, it goes nuts where the the tentacles just start smacking people. Yeah, creepy stuff. What yeah. you got? I, was, I still, uh, I still, with, I'm gonna go with uh, my number one choice, which was. Uh, Green Goblin taking it right in the goblins. <laughs> oh yeah, it's <laughs> great because he's he's baiting Spider Man, and Spider Man's right about there, and then he's then all of a sudden Godspeed Spider Man, and then he <laughs> Spider Man's like, oh fuck me, and he backflips out, and Goblin just goes, 
Oh. You know, <laughs> it's the worst thing. It's the worst thing. Worst yeah. Oh, like, like, oh, man. That line. <laughs> and then his face is sad, like, I fucked up. Yeah, I fucked up. I'm about to die. And I'm going to take it right in the goblins. Yeah. And he takes it. But it's still, I, I feel like, it's, a be, it's one of the best capstones to the ending of a villain. Um, it, as just killing them off, for sure. So. Yeah, most movies they would have went like right in the chest or something. Yeah, they go that lower, so he just gets that like fucking slump over. Yeah, look. It, and the gut, cool and look the gut wound through. Oh man, that's gonna take a while. <laughs> you're not you're not dying fast from a gut wound. You should have been slow. like a twelve minute speech after yeah. that. Yeah, no, we don't get that. <laughs> don't tell no, me. He just, he just died. <laughs> Probably broke his rib. Oh yeah, that shit was fucked up. And from a comic book standpoint, that's cool because that's straight out of the books. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's in the chest in the books, Oof. but like. The the go- the glider is coming and then uh, Green Goblin is trying to distract him and Spider Man just ducks it and then gets pinned up against the wall. I'd rather him taking the chest like that. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> At least you still got your goblins. Yeah, you know I really thought the hospital scene was going to be a clean sweep. Uh, that scene is just like so fucking cool. Uh, it, I don't man, it it feels so out of place in the movie, but at the same time it fits. At the yeah. same time, it's very strange. Yeah. It's like it's its own little section, but mm-hmm. it like it fits perfectly and like really builds up Doc Ock and who he's going to be uh, with these tentacles and that fucking chip going you know mental in him. Uh, yeah, like you said, like just looking up and seeing that little fucking dangly thing, and mm-hmm. then boom, and you're seeing people getting just fucking like ripped backwards trying to run out the door, and then. You hear the heavy breathing. The heavy breathing. My my favorite is like when the camera just goes underneath and you can just kind of see like little like eye movements from Alfred Molina with the fucking like blindfold over his face. Like you can see just barely little movements like he's he's there but he's not really present. He's controlling it but he doesn't really know what the fuck's going on at this point either too. Um, So it's just a really fucking just cool scene that comes out of nowhere and is rainy. That's what you want from from rainy so that's what you get. It's almost like... um, Kind of like the fight at the end of the first one, like in the factory, like yeah. how that's that scene really does kind of stand out from the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, this is dark shit. <laughs> like they're really yeah. beating the hell out of each other, mm-hmm. and then like just how it's just so night and day, and that, and then the uh, the, the tentacle scene is the exact same way. Where it's just like, where did this come from? <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> All right, up next we have our uh, fan favorite category: what the fuck. Uh, I got a runner-up uh, from basically Spider-Man 2. Uh, a big what-the-fuck for me. It looked like Mary Jane aged 50 fucking years between 1 and 2. <laughs> really? I don't, really? I don't think I mean, so. I mean, part 1, hot. Part 2, almost looks like a MILF. I mean, <laughs> she, uh, I mean she does. She just looked like she's been road hard and put away wet. Good somewhere God, between man. 1 and 2. Good God. Wow. <laughs> we went there. Then she lost oh, the luster boy. in her hair. I, yeah. Uh, the shit was sagging. I, I it just you didn't want to see those in the rain. Oh, I still would have. <laughs> I'm just saying, they didn't look as happy as they did in part one. Wait, got any other runner-ups? Children <laughs> are not listening to this podcast. We gave a disclaimer. That's on them. Yeah, put them in a fucking bed. And also, I, I just, I just did not like Mary Jane at all. I just felt like she was bouncing around using everybody. Yeah. I, I just, oh, huge what the fuck for me. So, I've got two uh, runner-ups. One would be just the overall, like, so, we can admit that both these movies are cheesy. I feel like the second one is, like, cranked up to 11. Sure. Yeah, and I I think that overall, just, like, I'm just, like, like, even to the fact that, you know, when, like, the, when Doc Ock destroys his little lair or whatever, and then you see them swinging away, what's the web on? 
Yeah, there are signs. Yeah, and there's just, stuff, it's just like where yeah. is that going? Yeah, it's just like come on, man. I know you're better than that. Like, and I get it. Like, this is kind of like a fantastical, brighter world. Like mm-hmm. that, it's just you're not supposed to worry about that. But I mean, I just <laughs> o- overall the second one just. Real, real cheesy, and uh, like, I mean the great joke in Homecoming where he's like out in the fucking like golf field. And he's like, I ain't got nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I it's I run. I know it's it's just perfect. And then um, the Spider-Man one, they all look like super seniors. <laughs> and then, like they all look <laughs> way too old for high school. Yeah, yeah. Manganiello that was like what twenty years ago, and now he looks like he's aged another forty from top that top of that. Yeah, <laughs> just absolutely ridiculous. Who doesn't like college seniors in a high school senior oh, setting? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So nuts. But anyway. Um, <laughs> um, my, uh, my what the fuck was... Um, was this a runner-up or is this This your... is a runner-up. Okay. Yeah, this, no, this is my runner-up. My biggest what the fuck was Spider-Man 2 and just the the college montage during his scene. I was like, I Rain just... Drops keep like, falling yeah, that, that part, I, and, I, and I get it. He's happier, he's relieved, <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like... Fucking why? You shouldn't be happy. Your uh-huh. shit's fucked up. Like oh, this is... people are dying all around me now, and I'm not helping. It's Everybody's crazy. dead. It's my fault. All right. And, and how that montage even starts with like the kid getting mugged and yeah. then he turns. It's like they were. He was walking on a busy street. How is there nobody yeah, else? Exactly. That could, uh... The part when the all he sees all the fire trucks and everything going, he stares. He stares. And he bites in that hot dog. Bitch, you're not. You didn't even put mustard on it or anything. You just plain <laughs> ass hot dog. That's, that's your. That's fuck your you, Tobey Maguire. That that killed plain me. Plain hot dog ain't gonna put no relish. Yeah, nothing. no relish, no mustard, nothing, Toby. No you live in New York. <laughs> Jesse, you a lie, Jesse. You live a lie. I eat plain hot dogs. You know, that's whatever you want to do. I can't you put judge it on you, fucking. But I can judge Toby Maguire okay. in Spider Man. Yeah, you're not Wonder Bread. Yeah, okay. you don't even use buns. You use Wonder Bread, don't you? I'm not a savage. There is nothing wrong with Wonder Bread. <laughs> this way, though. God damn it. <laughs> you any more runner-ups? No, that was... That was it's King Hawaiian only. <laughs> Fancy-ass motherfucker. shit, yeah. Jesus. Um, I got a few. Living um, a new life. The, just Live your over- best life. Sorry. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Um, just overall, the cliches that like happen in both of these movies, uh, you get like New Yorkers like banding together to rise to the occasion to save Superman. You get on the bridge, Spider-Man. Like, Spider-Man. 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 Oh, because they have Superman. Superman. Yeah. 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 Superman gets name dropped, and we'll get to that in a minute. But, um, yeah, it, uh, there's like, oh yeah, you you gonna hurt Spider-Man? You gotta get through us. Like yeah. both both movies, the same fucking thing. Um, you get, you know, MJ is in peril every 10 to 15 fucking minutes. And then the one, like, time when it's like, oh, you know, MJ and Peter aren't getting along. We'll just throw Aunt May in trouble now. <laughs> like, oh, fucking replace it with someone else. Oh, very convenient that the random person he picked out just happened to be fucking <laughs> goddamn Aunt May. Or every time it's always convenient that it's always fucking Mary Jane. I, I felt like a horrible person because, like, by the end of <laughs> Superman 2, I'm thinking... Let that fucking bitch die. Ninety percent of Mary Jane. Spider Man Two. Spider Man Two. Right. Yeah, and I'm like, just ninety percent of your problems will disappear. You just got to do one thing. Let that bitch die. You've let so many other people die. Let her die. You can't. It's a redhead. He wants to catch the fire. (laughs) (laughs) He can't can't quit her. (laughs) He needs to. Exactly. Murder. Ninety percent of his problems. Uh, Another one. His his spidey sense just. Comes and goes whenever the yes. fuck he wants. So there are just times where it's like, man, someone just 
walked up right behind you like it was fucking nothing. Um, How do you not figure this it's shit out? It's only seen appropriate spider sense. You know that. Uh huh. Yeah, it's just, oh, oh, I only know it when a fucking car's coming through a goddamn window that. What? <laughs> His plan was to bring Peter Parker, catch Peter Parker so he knew where Spider-Man was. He was going to kill Peter Parker with a fucking car. <laughs> he doesn't know he's Spider-Man at that goddamn point. It's true. Um, and then we got um, from Spider-Man uh, 1, it's kind of what the fuck, but it's just MJ's tits. Like, it's just very, the fucking rain scene. I will bring like, that up later. They're pretty bad in the end, too. <laughs> when she's chained up. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, it is just like, out there. like, it's fine to have a little sex appeal. That's, it's a little much. Like, even where I'm like, I don't care. Like, I'm fine, but like. Okay. Speaking on that note, I gotta add in on the part where after he gets, after he throws the car through the window, and then they're just standing there and say, bump, bump, and you see it, and it's literally, MJ's tits are like two separate entities on her chest. <laughs> like, if you look, it is it is two tits sitting out, nipple, and there's so much space. Like, you could park it, you tried to park a car in between that shit. It was, <laughs> it was there. I mean, speaking on that point, that Ain't was Ain't no dick wide enough to titty fuck that. <laughs> just gotta just you just be smacking it around in between the two. <laughs> Alright. Um, Keep thinking of the are... children. <laughs> they, they should have stopped listening a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, no shit. Um, from Spider-Man 2, uh, his wife looks pretty good for having a bunch of glass shards going through her. When they put her in a stretcher, she's just like, there's nothing like nothing wrong with her at all. It's like, she just got fucking pelted with like so much goddamn glass and she's just totally looking fine like, like she just did her fucking makeup. Um, and then my last runner-up, which almost took it because it's, it's real fucking like, Really? Um, oh, it's also another cliche. Both movies have like a building that catches on fire, and he goes in yeah. to fucking save people. But in the second one, it's even worse because he goes to save. Thing, yeah, he saves that little girl, and he's you know starting to get his powers back, but he's not quite there yet. The, but the little girl fucking like picks up a full grown man. This is like a three year old girl who picks up a full grown man when he's hanging off the stairs by herself. He ain't helping her at all. She fucking lifts him up. She's a fucking three year old. She's like up to my knee at best, and she lifts a fucking full grown man. I mean, man we're talking classic Peter steps. Parker. Peter Parker was like what? 80 six pounds soaking wet. <laughs> Still, she's That's a small old. Asian she... child. She is strong. She's got kung fu. She's been doing well, gymnastics yeah. since she came out. And that suit don't have a lot she of weight ho- to that. She probably sat there. She looked, look, she's probably thinking, the white boy gonna die. So she's like, I'm honest, my chi. Pull that nigga. She looked three, but she was, she was like 19. That's uh-huh. <laughs> awesome. He can say that. He, yeah, he's not white, so he can say any nationality, right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's, that's how racism works is whites and all other ethnicities. <laughs> God, now I'm feeling that guilt. <laughs> White guilt. That's Critics with attitude. That's yeah. what we... <laughs> all right. I've got, anybody have any more runner-ups I want to throw out before we move on? No. Did the flags bother you guys? Flags? Like, he, there's always that <laughs> montage where he, like, lands on a, a, oh, an oh, American flag. Oh, or whatever. I, Does that bother you or not? It, it kind of did towards the end. I was just like, really? Because there's always that shot, which I'm like... It's cool. Is this because of the whole, you know, know, Twin Towers thing when this shit came out and they had to take that out? or and I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it was a very America rah 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 type yeah, sort of thing. I think so. But I just, it's just it one of those two. things. It was fine. It yeah. was there. It mm-hmm. wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't hate it, but it's, it's in all three films. So yeah. That's why I was, was kind of curious. Pretty, it was pretty 9 11, so. Yeah. Alright, Wayne, what is your uh, what-the-fuck winner? Uh, Spider-Man 2. Okay, uh, he knows that his web thing is running dry. He doesn't know the problem. But he knows that it stops from time to time. He doesn't try to fix the problem immediately. No, he just no. keeps on relying on this. In the most dire situations, knowing at any minute, this shit could give out. What the fuck? I, I like, okay, if I were Spider-Man, I'm like, oh, this is like half my shit here. Mm-hmm. I need to get it looked into. But no, I'm going to keep swinging and hopefully shit's not going to fuck me up. 
But I, I like in the movies that it comes out of his fucking wrists instead of like, you know, what little gadgets yeah, that he's I built, which is pretty fucking cool. I mean, it sets up those situations, I guess, better than just like, a, oh, I fucking broke my technology. Now you just gotta break his wrist. Yeah. <laughs> King Gama did that. Oh, yeah. Crushed his web mm. shooters and then threw him. Snap. Yeah. Seth, what's your what the fuck? The upside down kiss. But really? No, but between Mary Jane and John Jameson. Oh, oh there you go. Gotcha! You go. I gotcha! I was like, motherfucker, we'll go to task on this shit. <laughs> she couldn't get that's over like, it. That's like, that's a top that's, five that, movie that kiss. That is oh, a sad life. I know. She can't get over it moment. Like. I know, and I just don't like it. I'm just like, you can't do him dirty like that. Mm-hmm. The man you Gold really It's over. It's bitch. over for him. The moment she said it, it's over for him. Mm-hmm. Like, they wanted to argue with that, but yeah. yeah. And then, the, then it's just like, you can't get any more cheesy, but it's like, how was that? I'm on the moon again. <laughs> or whatever Ooh. he says. Hey man, Ooh, he Jameson. knows where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> he no knows good. where it's at. You want to go to the moon, baby? I will take Keep you. Keep the lids on that caviar. It ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, what's your what the fuck? Uh, my what the fuck was uh, Jonah in the Spidey suit in Spidey 2. What the fuck was going on with that? Remember, he's just like, you don't, he jumps so he gets in the suit after the bum brings in the Spider-Man suit. And he comes a, like, it's a deleted scene, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it got out. You watching deleted scenes? I was watching it on FXS, so they added it. <laughs> but it was crazy. crazy. It was added on there, and they showed it on there, and that blew Wait. my mind uh, when no, I watched it. What? It I'm is a version that you can there's watch, a, so there's it is a, out there. There's so. two versions of Spider-Man 2. There's Spider-Man 2 and 2.1. The, 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 the guy did bring him a suit. Yeah, yeah but then right. there's a scene where J. Jonah Jameson wears the suit, and oh, he's jumping shit. around. I didn't see that. It's fucking wild. That shit, I was like, I stopped. I was like, am I fucking watching this? Is this for real? Is this an outtake movie? Did I... So the there's a one? there's a Spider-Man 2.1 that has a. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm watching better editions than other people. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you but that wrong. shit was wild. That wasn't wrong. Yeah. It's so right. Yeah, you watched like the wrong. No, I'm saying you watched the wrong Lion King. You get that fucking morning report song, and like nobody wants that <laughs> shit in there. <laughs> It's just, I don't, that's not needed. Why did you add that in the second version? Nobody fucking wanted that. Alright, uh, my what the fuck is the amount of DC references is kind of strange, because they, like, specifically call out Shazam and Superman in it, but, like, no other Marvel characters. It's like Sam Raimi, like, didn't know what universe Spider-Man was in. They In 2, they call out Doctor Strange. They do, yeah. But they don't call out any other Marvel characters in, in, what, what, Wayne? What? What you got? Oh, I see, I see what you got going on over there. Okay. Um, so that's, that's what my, it's just, it's strange that it was like, before there was like this big Marvel DC, like cinematic universe, like rivalry back and forth, like little jab, it was just like, it was a little more freeing and it was just like, oh yeah, we're going to compare you to the main competitors, like top guys. Very strange. I mean, at the time though, I mean like, so Batman and then like the last good, like the last Batman movie was what, like 97, 98 and then like no new Batman movies, no new Superman movies. They're probably just like, eh, whatever. We'll use these names that people know at least. Yeah, because so, yeah, you can't really. It's not drop like they're making anything. Else, yeah, you can't you can't throw out the X Men because it's you know a Fox property. Exactly. So you, have, you have to stick with I guess Sony properties yeah. unless Marvel gave you special permission. But yeah, but it's weird. Uh, best score or soundtrack, Wayne. <laughs> What? What's Leftover that? Batman. <laughs> Leftover Batman? What's that mean? All that shit. Well, I didn't like either one of them. When I did notice it, there was just nothing there for me at all. Uh, Spider-Man 2, I guess, was a little bit better than Spider-Man 1, but I could not fucking care less. Yeah, that Spider-Man theme is dope in this. Man, How? Wayne. Oh. How? You're hurting like my that. soul. I don't like that. I'll you crush your soul. <laughs> oh, you already have. It's like... <laughs> 
You seem like you, you're a big Nickelback fan. I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> as much as I love Nickelback. <laughs> to be honest, it's like a super band. It's the, the Chad Kroger and Josie Scott of a, Saliva. Exactly. It's like a, oh, it's yeah, like I forgot a, about that. Yeah, it's like a super band, and then some 41's in the soundtrack, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. I'm a huge fan of them, too. Maybe you are. You. I don't know. No, Maybe I'm not. Just jamming <laughs> out in the car on the way home to some 41. Because Avril Lavigne is going. He, can't, mm-hmm. he don't have time for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, rubber chicken. All right. That's All right. did nothing for me. Well, I'm going to go with uh, Danny Elfman's Spider-Man 1, because the dude made something out of nothing. Uh, no, and he used some leftovers from Batman Oh, 89. he did not. Yes, no, right. entirely. It does that, not sound Batman. Dick like Tracy that. sounds like Batman. I didn't like the soundtrack for that either. I, I'm just letting you know, <laughs> Dick Tracy <laughs> sounds like Batman. But to be fair, it's Spider-Man. also the same composer, so there's going to be similarities. Yeah. Like, you know, people like John Williams is the greatest. Yeah, they're still the same shit every I can time. St- I can tell the difference between Jaws and Star Wars. Well, of course you can, but there's a lot of the same beats <laughs> in those, too. Yeah, but I, I was going to just say, too, the fact that he he, uh, um, he made something from nothing, pretty much. And, and the, uh, like, you look at the new Spider-Man, like, Homecoming... Like, what'd they do? Oh, they just took the Spider-Man theme and, the, like, the old 60s TV theme and then just orchestrated it. Yeah, but... Real oh, creative, man! Real creative! And I just go and listen to the song. Let me find it. It is... Uh, it's called New Powers. That's when he's first walking up the wall where it's like, womp, 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 as he's craw- crawling up the, the wall and then he looks back, whoa! And then, that's awesome! Good stuff! And that's then the Green song. Goblins theme is really cool, too. Mm. Fine, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Done. I, like, I, it's, you already rubber chickened it. Whatever. Spider Man uh, won. All right. I, got, that. You, I yeah. got your point. Yeah. I'm going uh, the score from Spider Man 2. Like, I, I, I really. You did. <laughs> You're dead to him, Jesse. That's fine. I, I'll die to a lot of people. It's my lifestyle. Um, but no, I just. I loved the. Uh, the Especially, like, the Doc Ock suite was just a lot of trembling bass, and it really. Exi- like, it just pushed out that his arms were bigger and mightier than what they should be you know and it just was that it was the horns with the drum beats that kept like his steps like coming at you it was just i i really enjoyed that a lot more than and i enjoyed the spider-man one score as well i mean there was the great piece to it but two really built into my heart a little more What's you, Justin? I like the Spider-Man too. I like and I like the original song. Oh, Seth, I guess you and I, I are just pieces of shit. I guess no, so. I, no, I respect Seth's decision. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> there was one made. <laughs> um, uh, you know, total uh, high school me. I love Dashboard Confessional, so Vindicated is just a song I enjoy. Um, I like on the street uh, the lady with the violin playing mm-hmm. the different Spider-Man mm-hmm. songs. All she she does the you know the '60s song, but mm-hmm. like it's Spider-Man, Spider. It's fucking hilarious to me. It's great. Um, and the scene you mentioned with the little montage, like, you don't like the scene, but I like the song choice. I like that, like, happy yeah. song, you know, the raindrops keep falling yeah. on it's my a good head. Because it fits the scene. Yeah, people are getting like, murdered and killed. I like his yeah. feeling. Like, it's just, <laughs> it is it's, cool. not, it's not breaking me down. Yeah, it's, it's very, like, I mean, right, it's yeah. Tarantino, you know, uh, you know uh, stuck in the middle with you when he's cutting off fucking ear. Like, a happy song during, like, <laughs> shit that's not happy going on all around. Um, I like that kind of shit. Kind of so. like singing in the rain while somebody's getting raped in front of their husband. Absolutely. Clockwork Orange, yes. <laughs> oh, I thought this was a real life thing you were talking about. I've never seen a Clockwork Orange. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll talk uh, later. <laughs> all right. Best quote, Wayneth. Uh Runner-up for me was uh, Spider-Man 1. I thought the greatest comeback was, I missed the part where that's my problem. Mm. You know, I, you know that this guy just fucked him over, and he's like, well, what about my money? And he did, man. He 
Moonsault was nobody to fuck with. Mm-hmm. Macho Man Randy Savage yeah. is crowbar. the ring. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, I, I meet him in a Shit dark alley. I'm going to walk around the other way. This guy's big. But anyway, you know, he just wants what's owed to him. And this guy just shits on him. Just here's your $100. Be grateful I gave that to you. Mm-hmm. So this guy robs that guy, runs by him. You could have stopped him. I missed the part where that's my problem. I, I, that was my runner-up, but I loved the scene, too. So good. That's good. But uh, I, I went a little generic here, I'm sure. But it is it is it is a very inspirational quote, I thought. With great power comes great responsibility. And it's Spider-Man 1 usage. Sure. Uh, it seemed to have a little more impact you know, at that time. Yeah, but I mean, that Spider-Man's like... It is. I almost didn't put that on there because it seemed so generic. But I thought, you know, yeah, it's fucking true. That's... And it's very it is a very inspired quote. Wrote it down. Sure, you know, Avengers Assemble. You want to hear that in a Spider-Man movie. Like, and they, they give it to you right out the fucking gate in this one. Seth? So my runner-up would be Godspeed, Spider-Man. Because <laughs> that's just... Sick. Right before he loses his goblins. He's, uh, right in the goblins, yeah. But uh, the, the actual quote from Spider-Man 1, it is, Whatever life holds in store for me, I will never forget these words. With great power comes great responsibility. It is my gift. It is my curse. Who am I? I'm Spider-Man. Yeah, what a fun way to end a movie. That was, like, yeah. <laughs> take that, Iron Man. Exactly. I did that for you, Jake, motherfucker. I'm Iron Man. Where's my camera? <laughs> Scene. I'm Spider-Man. Spider-Man! <laughs> um, my runner-up was the great power, great responsibility. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's a classic line. It just evokes so many thoughts and uh, emotions. But mine was uh, an odd set quote. Um, that came out of J. Jonah Jameson's mouth after she, after uh, Mary Jane runs out in Spider-Man 2 and he looks at his wife and goes, Deborah, and she goes, call Deborah, the caterer, tell them not to open the caviar. It is a perfect, <laughs> it is a perfect She's J. Jonah Jameson moment. It's a, and it's, it's one of those things as a kid or when you're watching when you're younger, you may not realize it, but it's an adult moment. It's like. Okay, shit's fucked. If he opens that caviar, that's like 300 bucks mm-hmm. a pop. I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> it, was, it was one of those moments where, for me, as I watched it again, uh, it was just like, it, it hit me, and I was like, I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Save your money, Jonah. Save your money. <laughs> no, I, I, pretty much anything J. Jonah Jameson says is, is in great. the running. and. It's gonna get a point for me too, but it's it's not even a line that's that memorable. But it is one that every time I watch Spider Man two, always just makes me fucking bust out loud, laugh. And it's Miss Brat, give me a violin. <laughs> fucking so goddamn! It's like out of nowhere. It's so hilarious. Like Peter Parker's like spilling his guts. Like I, I need this money. I need this job. And he's like Miss Miss Brat. Calls her in from the fucking outside. <laughs> Give me a violin. All right, now back to your fucking shit. <laughs> it's so it's so goddamn beautifully timed, and it's it's all J.K. Simmons. Like every yeah. fucking line he delivers, and either of these movies is fucking perfect. Like, give you a hundred bucks for it. That's how more like three hundred. Three hundred. You're insane. Here you go. <laughs> He's just it's the timing and everything that he says, but uh, specifically Miss Brant, get me a violin. Fucking tickles my giblets. Gets me in the goblins, if you will. <laughs> Wayne, up next we have Best Screenplay. I went with Spider-Man 1. Um, Like I said, this is not my genre at all. But when you have, like, I I see Spider-Man everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, no matter what group I'm in, what I'm looking at on Facebook, Instagram, there's always some Avenger or somebody, and Spider-Man is huge. And when you have such a huge character, you, I, I want, with a great character, I want a great story of how he got there. You know, I expect that. I'm hardcore on that. And Spider-Man gave, Spider-Man 1 gave me a great fucking origin story. I got 
as much as I'd love to harp on Spider-Man, I just can't. It is a great story. Kept me interested. Kept me going. Spider-Man 2 just kind of felt like the further adventures of Fuckface with a spider. You know, I mean, it just, I just... <laughs> that doesn't sound interesting <laughs> at all. I exactly. That's kind of how I felt. I'm just like, I'm just... This is like Iron Man 2. You know? It, okay, but... Yeah. Spider-Man 1 really just it kept me interested where he was going. And, and like some of you said earlier, Spider-Man 2, he, he still really ain't got his shit together. It's just more the same, oh, here I am fucking up. I, uh, Spider-Man 1 was a lot better as far as writing goes. I'm going to go Spider-Man 1. Uh, I am a, uh, I'm a sucker for origin stories. I also feel like the middle of Spider-Man 2 is pretty boring, where he's like figuring yeah. himself out. And I'm like, mm-hmm. man, I... I I'm, like, I'm didn't you do that shit in part one? Well, yeah, ready. and it also kind of reminds me of Superman 2, where he's all like, you know, maybe I don't want to be Superman anymore. Maybe yeah. I just want to be Superman. <laughs> cool. Yes, yeah. thank you. Thank like, you. I, I'm so glad. I was thinking that, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, it just... You know, I, I, I like his, his uh, arc better in Spider-Man 1. I like that he seems like he also has... Uh, he he definitely has kind of his stuff together, at least by the end of Spider-Man 1. In Spider-Man 2, it's kind of, as you said, more of the same, and it's kind of boring in the middle. Yes. But yeah, and he's not being Spider-Man for a good bit of the movie. And if he even when he is being Spider-Man, it's not like his shit's working very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shooting blanks half the time. <laughs> No bueno. Get that Would fucking you... suit of that little Asian girl. Let her do some shit. Exactly. Yeah. So she lift you up. She you up. Best screenplay. The same as there, but Spider-Man 1. It just was a stronger outing. Great origin story. Uh, just, it hit all the Spider-Man nods without being too, um, without having too much lag or boredom in it. So, Spider-Man 1. Yep, uh, it's going to be a, a clean sweep for Spider-Man 1 on this one. Uh, we, we talked about it, you know, origin stories aren't always my, my favorite thing to, to watch in movies. You know, I, I dig Iron Man and, and Captain America First Avenger, but a lot of origin stories are fucking kind of just boring because we know this, the stories. Um, and, and you know Spider-Man's story, but this is the, the template of, of how to do it. And, you know, a, a lot of, this is a paint by numbers before paint by numbers <coughs> was a thing for an origin story, which is always really impressive. Um, you get a great villain in it. You get, you know, great side characters and building all these relationships. You set up stuff, you know, well down the road for two and three, long before two and three are even a fucking thought, which is, is always fucking great too. So, uh, best screenplay definitely for or Spider-Man. Wayne, best uh, special achievement. I had to really reach for this one, but the more I thought about it, I really liked the Runaway Train in Spider-Man Two. You know, I'm right to do. <laughs> I you know, he had everything. This is when the people <laughs> start to realize, hey, we support Spider. As cheesy as it was, mm-hmm. and uh, the effects weren't nearly as shitty as him just flying his web up into midair and somehow getting attached to nothing. You know, and a lot of the background I could tell was just very CGI. But this looked really decent. You know, and for that area or that era, of course, you know, CGI wasn't, you know, all spectacular at that time and stuff. I thought they did a really great job shooting that scene. He had a good dialogue. You had some good characters. You had, you know, kind of New York backing up their their hero Mm -hmm. in their own way. I just thought it was really great. Mine is, uh, mine mine goes to uh, Spider-Man 1. It's uh, helping pave the way for the modern superhero. That just as you said, like the, it's an origin story that works, and I think that they even took Marvel took a lot of ideas from this, like the for the for the origin story formula and making it work, and, and looking at what worked in one and two, and then 
what didn't work in three, <laughs> and I think that they've been trying to follow that the best they can. So yes, paving the way for the uh, the modern superhero movie because that's all I feel like we get these days. I, I've, I've almost wanted to kind of go that direction, but mm-hmm. I saw X Men One came out like a few years. Yeah, but I don't. I, really I don't it's even know. If, it's a different breed with it. Being yeah, I was gonna say. Outside. I don't know if they nailed it. I think that like they did a good job. That I think this knocked it out of the park. Okay, right, yeah. I'll, I'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Um, mine's gonna have to be <clears throat> uh, the visual effects from Spider Man One. I think it really stepped up the game a lot um, with creating, uh, making Spider-Man move the way he does is really difficult uh, regardless, but I think it really showed that, um, it really took that visual effects to the next level, making sure that you're gonna, your character looks mostly realistic um, with his movements. I mean, there's some spots where you can definitely see for the era and the time frame. That ain't Toby. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that ain't Toby. You know, that's that's not practical, but, at the, but you're watching it and you're just, you really get that moment that you're going around it's like yeah somebody really could be doing that for a few for lots of the scenes so really i think built up visual effects for a lot of you know generations moving forward for those kind of outstanding um or really difficult uh agility scenes so Mm -hmm. yeah i mean the 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 cgi doesn't hold up overly great in spider-man one there's like scenes he's running on a rooftop and he just looks like a fucking rubber pencil bouncing around (laughs) before he jumps and shit like it looks pretty fucking goofy at times um but in Spider-Man 2 is is a big jump. And so I'm going with uh, the CGI and also like a hybrid with the costuming uh, for Spider-Man 2 over Spider-Man 1. Uh, the, specifically because of Doc Ock. Um, like the tentacles are so fucking great and so well done that like you're not even thinking like oh these are like these big fucking beautiful CGI pieces and there's they're real pieces too in, in scenes they're like fucking puppets. you know puppets and stuff mm-hmm. and they look fucking fantastic mm-hmm. um, so a lot of it goes into that and I think the, the practical effects that they use in two uh, which they don't use as as much in one uh, the train scene the the fucking ropes that look like webs are fucking great uh, the costume is just a little more tight and pretty uh, on Spider-Man in two uh, so I'm going with that. That last shot where Doc Ock is falling mm-hmm. through the like through the or into the water or whatever like that's all CGI. Yeah, yeah, that's not even mm-hmm. which is pretty wild. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, like, it's, that it's looks quite, a lot like him. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. Such, it's such a, a big step up mm-hmm. over one. All right, Wayne, uh, best supporting actor. I, I wanted to see a lot more of uh, J.K. Simmons there, so I couldn't really give it to him. And uh, I thought a missed opportunity with Dr. Connors, Dylan Baker, but mm-hmm. uh, and, and I, I I gave the award to Cliff Robertson, Uncle Ben. Uh, this guy, what a, he, he really did come off like everybody's uncle, or the uncle that everybody should have. Mm-hmm. Those, those genuine moments with Peter Parker, I did, I really just felt like God. This guy is is, is real. Mm-hmm. You know, he did. He had great lines. He delivered them great. He had, he had great presence. I think he just did a wonderful job. And, and you know, his character wise, even he we wouldn't have Spider Man like we know. God only knows what it would have been like, but. The way he delivered the lines, and he was just so serious, and yet such a—you could tell—he was just such a kind person. Everything about him was great. Was Spider-Man one or two? Uh, that would be Spider-Man one. Okay, I was curious. Two, he's just kind of in that yeah, like that day yeah, kind sure, of thing. Yeah, sure, but I mean, it's still—it's the greatest hits. Right. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. great power, great responsibility. Uh, my best supporting would have to be uh, J.K. Simmons, and from Spider-Man two. Because dude, I like, well, he's in the movie more, definitely. And then dude just chews up the scene. And I think that he Does. belongs up there with RDJ, Chris Evans, and Chris Hemsworth, where it's like, as soon as you think of J. Jonah Jameson, that, and I'm, I am frightened 
for MCU. Like if the, I just don't want him to recast him. I just just have him yeah. in there. I don't care. I really don't. I just want him. Like when we finally see him, for him to, or maybe we don't. Maybe we could just hear him. Mm-hmm. That like we never actually see him. We hear him like on a on a, like, <laughs> like he's the boss upstairs that you never go up and uh, you just hear him. yeah I just hear him bring me a violin, violin. Never. exactly yeah I don't say if they don't say bring me a violin fuck this new Spider Man so yeah but just oh my gosh just 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 good stuff I love it I mean that he uh, uh, just chews up the scene every time. Yeah, always big grin on my face. Stupid smile. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yesy? Um, mine went through a change as I was... Uh, mm-hmm. I had one, but I I had one, and then I, I changed my mind after after some time, and it's going to be um, uh, probably a Dark Horse move, but James Franco as Harry Osborn in Spider-Man 2. Oh. Um, it was a very... It was kind of a thought process. I was kind of thinking in, in Spider-Man... Spider-Man so, ruined me. Exactly. He, gets, <laughs> he certainly steps up his game. He, he yeah. steps up his game, and he truly supports the the archetype of Peter Parker's best friend turned dark, you know? He's he's now in charge of his dad's company. He's taken over. He's And he's slowly, throughout the scenes in the movie, as Spider-Man goes along, he's, like, breaking, you know... Spider-Man ruined this for me. Spider-Man killed my dad. Spider-Man, you know, ruined my out, outgoing, you know, thing with Oscorp to, you know, put me on the map. And now I've got to get back at him. But now he's my best friend. And then by the end of the movie, he's like, oh, I can finally take my revenge. And I think it just, it was a great supporting role where he took his scenes and he pushed through them. And he showed off Harry as starting to become this more broken archetype. Um, uh, best friend turned villain, and I thought he did a great job. Like your explanation, sir. Uh, yeah, and like you know, Spider Man Three is not heavily lauded, but I think he gets even better in Three. Uh, he, like, yeah. he's, he's he's definitely great uh, cooler than the other two villains. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, wish we could have yeah. focused on that a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, a lot of people probably would. Oh, go ahead. I'm not a huge fan of the snowboard, but whatever, that's fine. It's fine. <laughs> like I wish that they would have stuck with a more classic. That's not that's not his acting. That's I know. I'm acting. just throwing that out there. That was like, just the time. That was just oh, the I know it's the time. time. That yeah. screams 2007. Nothing like a snowboard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, looking at these movies, you know, on the outset, you probably would think, huh, is it going to be Willem Dafoe or is it going to be Alfred Molina that takes this from people? And none of us picked either of those guys tonight because I'm also going J.K. Simmons from oh, man, Spider-Man man. Two. Uh, he's he's so fucking fantastic. And, and like you said, like you know, make Brian Cranston your Green Goblin. Give me fucking anybody you want. Pat Oswalt as Doc Ock. You know, I. But if you're gonna give me J. Jameson, you better fucking give me J.K. Simmons mm. or don't give him to me at all because that's. That's my J. Joan Jameson. Like, he does such a good job. Every line, like, a simple fucking line, like, give me a, vi- give me a violin, mm-hmm. is fucking hysterical. Yeah. He is so goddamn funny in this movie. Uh, you know, he's great in one, but, like, they knew they had a fucking home run after one, and, like, oh, we gotta put him in this movie as much as we fucking can. So, J.K. Simmons for me. I'll give you 50 bucks for it. I can get more for that off eBay. All right, here's give 100. Me 100. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> I didn't give him a chance to answer. He's like, no, you're paying 100. Yeah, that's, that's the offer I'm giving get you. Get out of here. Brand, get him the check. <laughs> get him out of the... Yeah, maybe Spider-Man wasn't so bad after all. You stole my suit. <laughs> God damn. Oh, man. I, I absolutely love J.K. Simmons. All right, Wayne. Uh, uh, best lead. Best lead I gave to Tobey Maguire in oh. Spider-Man 2. I, I yeah. felt... I don't... Just... He had better lines. 
Uh, and then in Spider-Man 1, it seemed to me whenever he was talking or something, he had just so expressionless most of the time. Just like you, you could he tell makes him. ugly faces. He does. Yeah. He does. <laughs> I am going to cut your fucking head off with a machete and shit down your throat. And he'd be like, oh, gee, what's MJ doing? You know, like I just, he was just like, no matter what, he, just the same bland. I think in Spider-Man 2, he really stepped it up a lot. And when you've got the lead Spider-Man, you've got to have that. You know, and I, I think maybe he just watched part one, like, okay, I've got to do something here. And he did it. You know, he definitely in a, in a most improved player, too. Um Again, a lot more expressions, a lot more presence, uh, much better job. Yeah. I'm going Spider-Man 1 because... Um, of course you would. Well, the whole thing is, and I, I, I was going to fight you on this, because <laughs> I was like, wait, you've already agreed that you like the story of Spider-Man 1 yes. better. And I, I that think doesn't mean I like the acting. Well, the whole, well, the whole thing. I know it's acting, but if I can't stand what the dude's doing, <laughs> like if I can't stand the journey the character is going on, then I just don't really care. See, I'm just the opposite. Like, if I'm getting bored and there's nothing in it for me, so I could you could have the greatest acting, the greatest special effects, the greatest directing, but if the story to me is boring, I could fucking care less about any of them. Yeah. So, like, that, that's why I gotta go one, I feel like, because I like the story better. I want to see this character on a journey that I care about. So, I that, that's why I gotta pick, uh, pick one over two. Please don't, please don't attack me. No, no, no! Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. tell you. I, I threw out, um, I threw out Tobey Maguire as a, what? as an option for it because I mean it is your best kind of your best lead. So instead of taking the hero, I took the villain from Spider-Man One, Willem Dafoe, as the best lead on there. Okay. Okay. He comes right. out, he comes out swinging from the get, uh, controlled, focused in a good place, and you watch a man, which I think Willem Dafoe is probably one of the best at, devolve throughout the movie and break down and you see his story along with Spider-Man's and kind of parallel. Spider-Man gets better. You know, Norman gets worse. And Spider-Man keeps rising and Norman keeps getting lower and lower and crazier. I mean, it's just a... It's a great playoff and I thought he did. He came out with much better... Like his, I felt his acting was far stronger than Toby's. He played out his scenes and his lines with such fervor and vigor that you were always enraptured every time you watched it. Whereas Toby scenes, you could kind of just gloss over on even in one and two, um, more two than one. But he, he just, I just felt he did such a much better job than Toby did um, overall. And he took my best lead. It's part of my reason why I'm going with Toby Maguire in Spider-Man 2 is because I feel he does, he's, he is totally outclassed, not acted by Willem Dafoe in one. And I think Alfred Molina outacts him in two, but that, not as such a big fucking scale tipper, right? Yeah, yeah. I think there are scenes where they share together, you know, uh, when they're having their, talking about the poetry and stuff, like, they're on par, and it's it's good, and it's working there, but, like, every scene Willem Dafoe's in, he's way over uh, Toby and that. Um, he gets a lot more uh, variety and ability to, to do some more things, you know, with his character. He gets to be the... You know, he becomes a little more wisecracky in two, which is what you want out of your Spider-Man. You want your Tom Holland version that we mm-hmm. have now, where he's throwing out these one-liners and stuff. You yeah. know, because um, that's that's what Spider-Man is on the page. There's a happy in between between Tom Holland and, and Tobey Maguire. Sure, yeah, sure. <laughs> and to some people, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but you know, Spider-Man one, we definitely don't really get that wisecracking kind of shit that you, you do. You he's got do. one line. <laughs> like, you know, one one little chuckle line. Two, you get you get more of it. Not mm-hmm. not over inundated with it, but you get more of it. You get the you know. Happy Peter Parker, you get the the sad Peter Parker, you get mm-hmm. you get 
all these elements coming in. And uh, another thing, you know, uh, he broke his back while filming Spider-Man 2 and had to fucking carry on doing all the shit that he was doing. That's why they throw in the scene where he, like, falls off the building and hits the car and, like... Yeah. Because they were like, oh, they were just making a joke because they had to, like, close production down for a while. Making a joke about his back being hurt. And that's why Jake Gyllenhaal is Mysterio because back in Spider-Man 2... Jake Gyllenhaal was going to finish the movie for Tobey Maguire. No shit. Yeah. So I think it's kind of cool that Jake Gyllenhaal finally gets to be in a Spider-Man movie just, you know, all these years later. It's pretty fucking dope. So yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah, that's why I went with uh, Tobey Maguire in El Dos. Señor! (laughs) Can't do best scene. Uh... What? <laughs> What's your best scene? <laughs> uh, Spider-Man 2, uh, the hospital scene with Doc Ock, for the exact same reasons I gave it uh, the best kill. Like, uh, placement was perfect. Uh, the CGI was really decent there. And just what a fun scene. It it just took me back to those Evil Dead days. Mm-hmm. I thought, God damn, there's Sam Raimi. You know, I, I hadn't seen that in a very, very long time. You know, I, I'd watched a few of his movies he'd done since then. And I missed that, and I was like, there it is. So it's kind of a kind of a personal thing why I like that scene so much because I I, ju- I just saw that old school guy that I grew up with. You know, it was a great scene. You had some great, you had great kills, great atmosphere, just great everything in that scene. Absolutely. So I'm gonna go Spider Man two. I'm gonna go the train scene. Ooh, so that was a good one. Too. Yeah. So I, I'm taking the train scene from the start of where well, it's when fighting on it. Well, it's got the paper and it says. Yeah. He's back, and then all of a sudden swings through, and then you've got that sweet shot of, like, through the sunglasses as Doc mm-hmm. Ops walking up the, the clock mm-hmm. tower or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when it ends to the point, you know, when he finally gets captured at the end. But, I mean, that whole scene has literally everything. I'm going to list it really quick. The, I mean, like, it's an awesome fight displaying both of their abilities, you know, using the web, like, uh, to swing the the arms of the clock back at Doc mm-hmm. Ock as he's, like, throwing things at him. Spider-Man's actually saving people excellent camera work throughout all of it um spider-man's using his webs to like hold something which is yeah. seems to be symbolism in all spider-man movies yeah. but like yeah uh tom holland ripped it or ripped it off to use the <laughs> to hold the boat together yeah. um spider-man's using parkour which is in pretty much every video game where he's running up things to to keep up with the train um he loses his mask for a good reason yeah. They're like, yeah, and it makes sense that he has his mask off. I think too often in superhero movies nowadays that you need to have the mask off, but this at least made sense that he had yeah. the mask off. Um, the uh, it, It's cheesy with the New Yorkers defending him. I, I, I think that, again... Oh, it's, but it's, a, it's a rally. I think it's, no, it's I think great. It's, I think it's, it's used better in two than it is in one. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's great, and I love it. And I, I love just it, again, the, the scene just has everything that's right about these movies. Oh, it even has a little Rammy love with you get the uh with the window? Yeah, well I was gonna say the um uh you see the arm kill the um mm. you go through the camera and it kills yeah. the driver. Yeah, or that was good. that knocks the driver down maybe right. or something yeah, like that. Just knocks him down. Heart punches him. Yeah, so like that's again, just <laughs> just cool. Yeah. Just cool. And if you get a chance to watch Spider-Man 2.1, it's a little longer. So, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, there's a little bit more action going on. Then you got to watch J. Cool. Jonah Jameson as Spider-Man in that scene. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> i I, I got to see that now. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty cool. J.K. Yeah. Simmons and some web shooters is the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> um, uh, uh, mine's the same thing. Uh, Spider-Man 2, the uh, clock tower to train scene. Uh, just impressive use of all their skills and abilities. Um 
the, when, sorry, when he throws him forward and he goes oh, through yeah. the bridge and then lands, it's just like, mm-hmm. that's awesome! Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like, one of those scenes when you watch it, you're like, you're waiting for the slow-mo portion of him twisting through it. and either, No, they don't. They keep it full speed the whole way through yeah. and he goes straight through it. It's, it's Leads your eye beautifully. Anyway, yeah. I'm sorry. Continue. Oh, no, yeah. I yeah. mean, they. Uh, it's fantastic cinematography, great use of all the characters um, from the New Yorkers in the train and the people to... You know, just the genuine reactions, and then him saving the train. You know, first time putting your foot down and trying to stop it—that wasn't going to work. Superman style. Yeah, yeah. And then he then he decides to go. You know, using the webs, and you watch the wet like he's pulling it, straining. Webs are breaking. He's barely making it. He gets the train stop, but not before it gets like. 10, 15 feet mm-hmm. off the track, and it's about that first car is moments from dumping over, and everybody's done for. But yeah, it's it's a beautiful scene, well well crafted, yeah. well directed, just amazing. Yep, it's uh, Spider Man's falling on the grenade scene, as we like to call. It. You know when you know Captain America jumps on the grenade in First ah, Avenger, yeah. that that mm-hmm. true moment where you're like you're a hero, whether you're a superhero or not. Defining like, moment. You're, you're putting your life on the line. It's that whole it's that whole train scene. It's fucking fantastic. It's wonderfully shot. It gives you. It gives you that like I'm I'm back as Spider Man like the like he's finally like I'm I'm ready like the, we know we're gonna get the final showdown coming up soon you know mm-hmm. uh, you know the the tight moment like his suit's fucking ripping and he doesn't have his mask on and it's uh, all the way to the kids you know you know handing them the mask back and they're like we're not gonna say anything to anybody like you just saved everybody's fucking life like we're cool yeah <laughs> like, we're not we're not spreading shit so I absolutely love that I'm going train team I can't I can't really add more than what you guys did yeah. so. Nice. Wayne, what is your defining moment? Uh, Spider-Man 1. I went with the death of Uncle Ben. Because, like, like I said, I mean, you're, it's Spider-Man. It's your hero. You've got to focus on him. <laughs> Certainly a theme throughout all three. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and this had such a huge effect on him. He was just this carefree, you know, science geek, typical teenage kid with these superpowers doing whatever, not giving a shit and everything. And then with the death of his Uncle Ben, that's when he said, I've got to do something. You know, the great power, great responsibility, and I think that Uncle Ben's death, sad as it was, shaped Spider-Man into who we know today. You know, that just that huge impact. And knowing that it was his fault, too. Mm-hmm. You know, he could, like, even if he didn't have the superpowers, you could at least stuck your foot up, foot up trip the motherfucker, you yeah. know? But no, he did nothing, and it cost him half the people he loves, you know, or a third. And it had a huge impact on him, and I think that is literally what created the Spider-Man mentality that Peter Parker has. Uh, defining moment. This uh, this received a uh, MTV Movie Award for Best Kiss. Goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna go the upside down kiss from the. As first soon as film. you said MTV, I knew what you were gonna say. <laughs> yeah, it's about Tobey Maguire's only claim to fame. He won an MTV Movie Award for yeah. Best Kiss. That's so, what it says in uh, Tropic Thunder. It does. It does. <laughs> so, I mean, it's. I don't know. I mean, you know, when you when you think, I mean, it's one of the first things that come to your mind is just the yeah. uh, the upside down kiss, and then the heck they reference it in the really they reference it in the other two movies because she kisses uh, she kisses John, John upside down, upside. and then he kisses Gwen upside mm-hmm. down. The third one, so it's just I like uh, it because it showed a lot of her nipples in that scene. Yeah, that's a that's, that's a thing about <laughs> that. That is a thing. I uh-huh. I, I also th- appreciate happen. it from an acting standpoint because apparently, like with the water coming down, he was like drowning. Was drowning yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. yeah. So like, because he could barely breathe, and like you know, the water's trickling down into his nose. Yeah, but the view. He's gonna kiss. <laughs> he can't see. There's a mask over him. Oh shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it's just it's pretty cool that it all came together as well as it did. <laughs> so yeah. 
Yeah, I remember hearing about that when he was like, oh, yeah, I was practically drowning in that scene. I'm glad it went so well. I was like, oh, cool, you almost died for it. Mm, <laughs> for, like, the best kiss in MTV. Uh, but <laughs> uh, my defining moment is from, um, for that, Spider-Man 1, Letting the Thief Go. Um, that is, uh, that just shows, um, that define that moment really defines Spider-Man as a whole. Because if he would have, like, you know, like Wayne said, if he had just put his foot out... Uncle Ben would probably be alive, and his mm-hmm. life would be completely different. Sandman um, would have gotten away. Yeah, Sandman would have gotten away. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's so many... Redcon! Yeah. There's so many little things that would have been changed by him doing something, but he doesn't, and it showed the mentality of Peter Parker at the time, um, and that, you know, every action has a reaction to it, you know, or inaction has a reaction that you can't just hang out. So I felt that that was a defining moment for the film. Good cool. answer. Uh, all right, guys. I, I'm prepared to take shit for this one, if possible. But a defining moment to me is something that just always sticks out to the movie. I like the Upside Down Kiss. I think that's fantastic. Uncle Ben's death, obviously something that sticks with you. But for me, it's Macho Man Randy fucking Savage <laughs> as Bonesaw <laughs> McGraw. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not like, a good memory it's, it's, it, it, to him. It, it, I, I get it, yeah, I get it. You know, a few years before he died. But it's, like, it's, one of those, <laughs> it's one of those things, like, I was a huge wrestling fan growing up as a kid, and, like, uh, it was, you know, when I first saw this movie, I was like, I was okay into to the movie as I was watching it. Macho Man Randy Savage, like, shows up. Like, that's when the movie kicks into a new gear, and I'm just like, fuck yeah, I'm on board for Spider-Man. So, like, Macho Man as Bonesaw McGraw has always been, like, there for me. It's always it's always been in my mind. And, like, What's your name, kid? Yeah. Human Spider. <laughs> that sucks. That <laughs> sucks. Um, so, yeah, I know, it, you know, it may not be, you know, one of the most iconic kisses ever, or, you know, an important death, but goddamn it, I fucking love Macho Man Randy Savage, and he deserves a fucking point from me, so fuck you, anyone who's listening and wants to talk shit. I, I would have given God up a wild face. card, but okay. <laughs> That's All right. a fucking poor choice. Yeah. I said to your face. Fuck you. Best director. I'm good, but thanks. <laughs> uh, Sam Raimi, of course, duh. <laughs> Spider-Man 2. I, I felt like he, you know... He, you can tell he's never done. <laughs> I think he just he knew what he was doing a little bit better. Uh, there were more action and fighting scenes, which I know has got to be a little more difficult than recording two people talking. That's true. And right, so I think there was more to to Spider Man Two, as far as like I said, the action and stuff goes. Uh, harder directing, harder, you know. Okay, you got to be here, you know, just being in charge. And I think he did a really good job with it. So, Spider Man Two. Fight me! Uh, it's fine. It's fine. I just, <laughs> you know, just it's, it's just interesting. <laughs> like it's not uh, Macho Man, but whatever. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's fine. I mean, I just I'm gonna go Spider Man One because I can't stand all the cheese in Spider Man Two. I thought Spider Man One was filled with lots of cheese too. Dude, stop! No, I don't want it. Filled with cheese. I mean, they're both pretty cheesy. Yeah, but I was gonna say they're really laying on the cheese in Spider Man Two, and I don't really like the with the with the. Um, with the newspapers in Spider-Man 2, either, as transitions. You don't like the uh, 1960s Batman transitions? It's lazy. No, it's not. I love the transitions. It's classic. It's Respect me- it, you son of a bitch. Um, yes. <laughs> that's where we're at. What you got? <laughs> uh, mine was uh, Spider-Man 2, Sam Raimi and Spider-Man 2. I felt like he was um, having a little more fun with the characters and a little more stride with it. Um, got to play his sandbox a little more like having the classic Raimi scene in there, um, which he really didn't get to have in Spider-Man 1. Uh, so, I mean, I felt like he just had a he just had a little bit better stride, a little more fun with it, and he was a... He had a lot more cards on his table this time around. Yeah. And he played it fairly well. Um, you know, R.I.P. Spider-Man 3. 
<laughs> I think this was actually a really, really tough one for me. Um, I, I like Spider-Man 2 a little bit more. I think there's better scenes in it. I think that train scene is, is shot so fucking well. Um, but there's something to that origin story in Spider-Man 1, how he, he sets everything up. Yeah, the CGI doesn't really hold up, but it was fucking fantastic at the time. Um, the... The, the movie just comes together. It's set a, a template for what you need to follow for a superhero movie, especially an origin story, to, to really hit it and get it right. Uh, I think he does a great job with, with the costuming and, and just everything comes together for one. Um, this was a horror director who had, you know, no business taking the reins yeah. of, you know, a Spider-Man, you know, franchise. They, there, there really shouldn't have been a reason you go, Sam Raimi for this. Kind of like not, Peter Jackson, Lord of right. the Rings. It's not, it's <laughs> not something you should or think James of. Gunn. Right. Yeah. Um, and this, this sets off a template of certain things like that. And uh, uh, Sam Raimi took, you know, that experience that he had in horror movies and gets to show it a little bit more in Spider-Man 2, but he, he, there's still elements, you know, in Spider-Man 1, 2, where he's also getting to use it. And uh, sets sets up, you know, three three movies. Tried to set up four, but, you know, whatever. He got shut down. So uh, I went with uh, Spider-Man 1. All right, Wayne, wild card. Anything you want. Spider-Man won uh, MJ's wet t-shirt contest. <laughs> God damn it, Wayne. I'm sorry, I could not take my eyes off her tits. <laughs> America. That's yeah, all right, all right, Wayne. That's, <laughs> Wayne just loves titties. I, I do, I can't help it. Is that rat? <laughs> yeah. Okay. What did you expect from me, really? I don't so, something grand, something what, thoughtful. One of these times, tits. <laughs> one of these times, I'm just expecting that it's just like, hey, you're a class act. <laughs> one of these times. Wayne's wild card one day be like, I really like the Maison scene. And exactly. It's just like, whoa, I'm not really into, really into the bourgeois institute that this film built. It's like, <laughs> There's a beautiful <laughs> moment in the score where exactly. it's so perfect. Exactly. Yeah, now, I was just really hoping her tits would fall out as you know, Tony McGraw was drowning upside down. Yeah. Yeah. Some real je ne sais quoi right there. Exactly. You're on my level. Let it down just a little more when she went in. Oh! Chunk in your mouth. Oh, it gotcha. <laughs> Alright, uh, uh, so which movie's tits did you pick? <laughs> I hope part one. Uh, my uh, my wild card is best use of actor FaceTime while still... Okay. Whoa, really long title here. I know. Best use of actor FaceTime. So, I... You, like, you know, the problem with most superheroes, they wear a mask. But you gotta show the actor because that's why everyone's here to see it. Mm-hmm. Really the best use ever, I think, is the Iron Man HUD where you see Absolutely. inside the helmet. Yeah. But close second is at the end of Spider-Man 1 where half his mask is blown off and he's still fighting. Like, I just think that, fucking brilliant. And it is straight out of the comic books, too, that his mask will get half blown off. So I think that's super cool. It's a super, uh, it's it's a deep cut into comic books. And it's, uh, uh, I think it fixes a problem that a lot of superhero movies have where it's just like, dude, why are you taking your mask off? Or why are you taking your helmet down? Like, mm-hmm. that it's, does not seem like a good idea. The bad guy's still there. <laughs> So, yeah. Just a uh, wild card. My wild card is uh, <laughs> the People of New York Award for Ooh. Spider-Man 2. Nice. Yeah, um, I love that. I think a lot of people forget. Um, uh, Spider-Man movie especially pushes it uh, and uses it more, much like Superman does, that Spider-Man starts to become an institution of New York by mm-hmm. Spider-Man 2. People love him. Most people really man. enjoy it. Yeah, enjoy him. And they really think he's a great person. But then, just like any normal thing, without they turn on him, you know, when they think he's working with Doc Ock for a little bit and they, they're not quite as thrilled about Spider-Man. But then the train scene shows that people love Spider-Man to the core and it is a 
um, it shows that that the people of New York, you know, you know, it's that supporting, um, that supporting background. That's not a simple, basic character or basic one-off. It's these people that are always going to be behind Spider-Man and make a movie is because he's saving them on a regular basis, not just one single person or, uh, you know, one little thing or something that you don't see in the background. He's the everyday hero. Nice. Does Lafayette have anybody like that? <laughs> Piano Lafayette Man, Spider- Bruce Barker. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce Barker somebody tries to fuck with Bruce Barker like all the college kids will be like nah you ain't messing with Piano Man um, man I'm surprised I'm nobody trying. else went with this category best use of Bruce Campbell come on guys come on how you not go Bruce Campbell on this one so I'm glad I went with it because I thought it was going to be this is too easy a category everyone's going to choose it so uh, I did you, think about Bruce Campbell before, before I give my answer what do you guys who do you like more do you like him as the ring announcer or the usher more I like the ring announcer a lot more. Okay. Ring announcer. I think it was the Usher. Usher is right. I mean, really, gets the so Wager is the best. Bruce the Campbell. Wait, in in three? Spider-Man 3. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. 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 Hilarious. Can't throw that I know you can, yeah. but I'm just throwing that, that out was like there. was like a one good he's thing the, I liked about He's it. like the perfect villain. The foible that Spider-Man can't beat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Peter Parker can't beat. You oh, can't sure. Go, you know. Can't you? No, sorry. You Close our eyes shut. Yeah. Sorry. No, you can't go back to the I was. I really wish you would have just looked at him and said, hey, do you remember me when I gave you your name? <laughs> I don't know you need to leave, sir. <laughs> See, and I, 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 w- I wanted to bring that up tonight, is that in Spider-Man 4, he was going to be Mysterio. Mysterio. Yeah. And how cool would that have been? That, like, that would have been badass. All the, uh, just, just the idea of that. I mean... There needs to be a comic book. Someone needs to make Spider-Man for the comic and then have that in there. You know how they were going to do like Batman, continue on Tim Burton's Batman's mm-hmm. as comics? Yeah, mm-hmm. that would uh, that'd be cool. I want to see a continuation of the Rami Spider-Verse and uh, then you can... Real quick, I know it's kind of off subject. Are we ever going to see Rhino or Blue Beetle? We saw him in Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> too. The wait a minute, Rhino? did I really? See, I'm, I'm I'm way out. Oh, so he's in he's pseudo Maybe. in. It's a big robotic suit. In, it's uh, fucking terrible. Yeah, and then Blue Beetle. No, not Blue Beetle, just Beetle. Beetle. And you, Beetle. Really? Or wait, Blue Beetle's Beetle's a hero uh, on DC. DC. Yeah. yeah. Who are you talking about? It's been so many years since I've collected comics. I apologize. No, you're fine. <laughs> Beetle. Yeah, Beetle. Okay. Yeah. I maybe someday. I don't have any idea. I don't know. He's, he's kind of a half obscure I, character. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah it, but I thought it was kind of cool though. I mean, it was. Yeah, no, it like, looks neat. It's like yeah. an Iron Man esque, you know, foible for Spider Man. Yeah. I mean, Sinister Six kind of got, you know. Hinted at at the end of uh, Homecoming, so you know maybe we'll get add more characters to that. Yeah, we definitely got a Vulture and a Scorpion. And six are so many comic book characters I remember from when I was a kid when I collected, and I'm not seeing it. Like like when Guardians of the Galaxy came out, like where where did where did this fucking raccoon came from? The Guardians of the Galaxy I had there was no raccoon, there was no Groot, (laughs) there was no you know what I mean? It's like yeah, this is the this is the that was the early uh, was 2000s Guardian Dan Mm -hmm. Abney Andy Lanning. They didn't do the original because that would have been really fucked up. You get pieces of it in the second, but the yeah, original yeah. is really fucked is up. Is Stallone a member or original Guardian? Uh, yeah, yeah, but the original is like comes with <laughs> the original Guardian. This is like, no, thing. it's like Vance Astrovic and astronaut who comes with the uh, and ends up getting like Captain America shield. It's fucked up. So <laughs> yeah, it's not happening. But yeah, Bruce Campbell is the usher. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't think about that. My apologies. My apologies. So we are down to our last category. Anybody, nobody had any ties tonight, did they? Mm-mm. All right, Mm-mm. so all of these are going to be worth three points. All right? So best picture, Wayne, Spider-Man 1 or Spider-Man 2? You know, I came here with Spider-Man 2. Was I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, I'm listening. I'm going with Spider-Man 1. 
You chose poorly. I, I, <laughs> you watched Spider-Man 2.1. <laughs> I, I do. You want to go Even home if I watched tonight? Spider-Man 2, I probably will still have the same answer. No, shit. I'm going to go home tonight. I'm going to check that DVD I got. Hopefully, it's got that deleted scene on there. I want to see on that. It's fantastic. It's if you there. watch it and it's better, you tell us. <laughs> change, my change, change my vote! Change my vote, because it, it, might, it might factor in here at the end. But I, I, I'm with Seth. I love a good origin story. You rarely get that. You know, and I did. I got. I didn't have nearly as many fight scenes and yada 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 as Spider Man Two, but I had what, what I felt to be a greater enemy. I, I've got a greater origin. I've got a greater impact with the death of Uncle Ben. I mean, sure, you can feel that in Spider Man Two, but it. You know, it, it. Just watching him shape and turn into who he's supposed to be. Like I said, Spider Man Two, I just felt I got more of the same, just not as good. You know, Spider Man One, it was just. The more I think about it and sit here, the wheels, what little wheels I got left are spinning. <laughs> I, I gotta go with Spider Man 1. They're going real fast. <laughs> oh, they're smoking. <laughs> <laughs> little hamsters just running. I was thinking of the Thomas the Tank Engine theme. <laughs> Puffing up. Exactly. Um, I'm gonna echo you, Spider Man 1, man. I like origin stories. I think that he has to overcome. I mean, Doc Ock kind of overcomes himself. In the end, that yeah. like Spider-Man just kind of talks him down. I really like that, and I get it. I mean, you could argue that really all three of Rami's villains kind of defeat themselves. Sure. The, yeah, you could I really mean, make Goblin them. literally kills himself. He does, but it isn't an attempt to try to kill him. He's not aware of the spider sense. That uh, yeah, but I mean, he's got to overcome a deadlier villain. He's got to. You, you got the sweet origin story. I mean, it's all brand new. Um, I, I mean, I just have to go Spider-Man one. So. Just, I, maybe I chose poorly. No, I just wanted to say that out loud. Oh, okay. <laughs> People's heads. No, I chose Spider-Man, the original. It's, I mean, Spider-Man 1. It was great. It, it hit all the notes I wanted out of an origin story. And, I mean, echoing the same thing everybody's saying, it, that did it. It was better than, I felt it was better than 2. I'm really shocked so far. I really thought you guys would come in. I've never met Jesse before, but I thought everybody else is for Spider-Man 2. I'm sure this guy's going to be for it, too. It seems to be the majority thing, but. Uh, well, I'm a big Spider-Man 2 fan, and that's that's getting my best picture. I have way much, way more fun with Spider-Man 2. I think, yeah, it does dip a little bit in the, the middle, but you get more J. Jonah Jameson. I like the villain more. I like Peter's story more. I like just everything that's going on more. I think it's better shot. It, it's I'm just having so much more fun when I'm watching Spider-Man 2, and... and not that, you know, one's bad. I, I absolutely love one. Like, if, if I'm going to watch one Macho of them, man. I'm going to watch both of them. Yeah, it's got Macho Man in it. What are you going to do? And it's better than three. <laughs> it's better than three. You know, it, you know what? And people shit all over three, but I three's not that terrible. And I always say, what about X-Men 3? <laughs> when people bring up that. I didn't like any of the X-Men. Oh, with one exception, I didn't like any of the X-Men movies. Which one did you like? First class. Logan. Okay, that uh, makes sense. Sure. But uh, but yeah, I I like these movies so much that I still even like Spider Man three. And, like, and Sammy's uh, Raimi's original idea for three is so much better. I mean, it just got like overproduced, and producers were like, "No, you got to put fucking venom in it." And he's like, "I want to put fucking venom in this goddamn movie." And they're like, "Yeah, you need to put venom in it, and you're gonna hire this kid who's popular on that '70s show." And he's like, "I don't fucking do that." And they're like, "Oh, well, we're paying for it, so." Um, but yeah, back to my Spider-Man Two to me is is a more uh, better like pieced together movie. Something that like if you're like okay, you can only watch one or two right now. I'm probably gonna pop in two because I just have more fun with it. A lot more action, a lot more comedy. Okay. All right, guys, we are gonna tabulate the votes. Uh, come back and then uh, announce what our winner is. So hold on tight. Okay. <laughs> All right, welcome back. 
We have tabulated the scores and figured out who our Golden Idol winner is. But first, we're going to throw it over to Jesse to talk about the Facebook poll that we ran. Uh, yeah, so the Facebook poll is up and everybody voted. And it looks like we have a pretty clear winner by, damn, by almost 53 votes. And that is Spider-Man 2, Ooh. 77 to Spider-Man's 24 votes. Damn. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. Everybody that voted yeah. for Spider-Man 2 is now going to be banned from the group. <laughs> Um, and as Facebook polls go, uh, they don't really matter when it comes to the table and whether something uh, is going to be kicked up to Pantheon or not. So tonight we had Pantheons. a winner. Uh, <laughs> it was incredibly close until that last category. Everybody got to throw three points on it. Three of you went Spider-Man, so it ended up edging out uh, 42 to 33 over Spider-Man 2. So uh, Spider-Man 2 gets thrown out the window and gets to web around the city. It's not even fucking mentioned right now. It's the Spider-Man 3 of this now. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Right? Because it's all about Spider-Man and whether or not we think it's Pantheon and the council should look at it. So, Jesse, you're the new guy. I'm going to throw it to you first. Ooh. Now, remember, a kick-up doesn't necessarily mean that you think it is Pantheon, but sometimes you think, like, maybe maybe it's something that should be discussed, at least, with the council. Um. Yeah, I feel it's worthy of being discussed. I mean, it is a it is a origin story and one of the better, well written ones. It's not the it's not the greatest movie out there alive. I'm not quite sure it is pantheon worthy, but fuck it, give it a shot. Make people make people think again. Giving it a shot. All right, Seth, let's throw it over to you next. What do you say? Oh, you got this pained look on your face because I know how much you love this movie. I really like Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say no. I oh. think that it's, I think that it's pantheon in like the annuals of like superhero films. But like, I mean, I always take you know, it. How as, many like, Superman or superhero films you know are ex- pantheon? Exactly. That I don't think there's a lot of superhero movies that are pantheon. But I don't think that it belongs up there with like other films that I think are pantheon. If that makes any kind of sense. No, so, I understand. I would say no. Yeah. Wayne, your vote doesn't matter, but what would you have said tonight? <laughs> I would have said no. Uh, Spider-Man 1 is a good film. I, I had a fun time watching it. But there's there's better. You know, honestly, the whole time I was watching these, I kept thinking, God, Homecoming is so much better. <laughs> oh, come on. Really? Yeah. Really? Ugh. And, and I've said yes to comic book adaptions before. Spider-Verse is better. Yeah. So yeah. I, I really need to see that. because It doesn't look interesting to me, but everybody I've heard has not had one negative thing to say about it's it. It's fantastic. So it's definitely got my attention. Um, and my vote doesn't count either, uh, but it would have been no anyways. Again, I went Spider-Man 2 as my best picture, but even if that had won, I would have said no. Uh, it, and I just said, if there's a Spider-Man movie that is worthy of being in Pantheon, it would probably be Spider-Verse. Yeah. Um, yeah. so it's hard. It I would be, it'd be, seen it in the theater. Yeah. I was like, and yeah, that my go. opinion really hasn't waned in, in the months since it's been out. Um, it, you know, it's, I can't see there being two Spider-Man movies in Pantheon, even if it, you know, were to go that way. So uh, I would have to say no and put a, a kibosh on all of that. Uh, you know, and we don't care if you agree or not. Fucking fight us. Well, fight Seth. Just fight Seth. We'll give you his address. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Spider-Man has been denied Pantheon access. Doesn't mean that it can't go up later. Someone can nominate it or, you know, it might get thrown into a different marathon and have different people here and opinions get changed later. But for tonight, uh, it is not going anywhere. Um, guys, what did you think about uh, watching this versus? Wayne? It was okay. okay. <laughs> it's just not my thing. And like I said, I just, I know there's better Spider-Man. And they, they were fun to watch. 
You know, I enjoyed it, but nothing really amazing or awesome stood out for me at all. You surprised by the results? I'm very surprised by the results. I really thought, you know, I looked at the poll a little bit. Kind of like hell, I was going to go with Spider-Man too, even. Mm-hmm. But it just it just really surprises me that, that it didn't come out because, like I said, looking at that poll, that's a, usually we kind of at least get somewhat with a poll usually, mm-hmm. but with that big of an upset in the poll, it was I really thought it. Seth, what do you think about this one? I thought it was, uh, um, I thought it was fun. I mean, like I Spider-Man's my boy; he's my favorite uh, superhero movie or superhero, and so I think that it's cool that I got to watch two of his better movies <laughs> rather than yeah. like you know because he's definitely got some some garbage. Uh-huh. And then also, it was fun to watch like different compilations that this uh, that the Rami verse has that like you know. All the best of uh, J. Jonah Jameson. It's just like all the scenes like just smashed together. Uh-huh. So that's really fun that these movies can do that. So, yeah, I had a good time. It was good stuff. Jesse, you like this it's one? your first time. That's your not bad. Time. You're it's not a virgin anymore. Oh, no, hey. I've we just popped your cherry. My, uh, yeah. <laughs> How about we took his flower? I like popping his cherry. <laughs> oh, you're so violent. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's an interesting nuance we stole to look at a film. Yeah. They stole my goblins. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting and nuanced way to look at a film that I hadn't done before. So it uh, it made me think about it and kind of uh, uh, really changed the way I watch it. So yeah, it, it definitely does that. And I know a lot of people vote in these these polls and like, what you went with that over that? But I like this movie more. It's like yeah, but most of them don't even watch. Yeah, it. it's <laughs> if you had broken it down, you know, maybe you would have liked the music more than in this one, and it would have gotten a point. Or, you know, it's it's just how. You know, you chop things up. I've come into many where I'm like, oh, I'm definitely a bigger fan of movie A over movie B, and movie B just fucking kicks shit, you know, at all the points. So that's just how it goes. Uh, to, yeah, I had fun with this one. I hadn't, you know, watched either of the any of the Raimi, you know, Spider-Man movies in probably since college. So it's probably oh, been wow. a good ten years. Yeah, I hadn't, hadn't watched either of them. Um, so it was, yeah. So it was really fun to to sit back and and get to like go old school and like especially in the renaissance of the the comic book hero movie like. Seeing the things that, you know, have been cliche and, and stuck, and some of the things are like, well, we gotta fucking get rid of that. That's a little too hokey and move, move on from, so. It's neat uh, to see what worked and what didn't work. Absolutely. And, and see things that, like, you know, they're cliche now, but back then they weren't. No, they yeah, weren't. That's the first go-around of it. You know, you look at Citizen Kane, you're like, man, this whole fucking movie's a cliche. No, everyone just fucking ripped off Citizen Kane. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes sometimes. A lot of things got just ripped off from Spider-Man, and that's, that's really cool to go back and get to see. Mm-hmm. Alright guys, uh, where can we find you, Cousin Wayne? You can find me in Ventures in Video Land on Facebook. Seth? I am on Instagram and Twitter, at Laird Geek, L-A-I-R-D-G-E-E-K. Jess? Uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram and uh, the Twitter space, at uh, J-R Wooey. I'm Kyle Brown. You can find me at Movie Script Life on all your social media platforms, or in the group, at Kyle Brown. And Adventures in Video Land can be found where, Seth? Oh, you can find us on Tumblr. You can mm-hmm. find us on Instagram. Yep. You can find Porn us Hub. on Twitter. I'm pulling for Pornhub. We're trying to get that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yes. but I mean, uh, the commentary there alone is just—it's mm-hmm. gold quality. It's yeah. gold. Man. Quality. It's gold. I mean, the yeah. real the real jokes are in the comments. I mean, all the, <laughs> these podcasts are all ear rapes. So. Exactly. <laughs> It's a power fantasy. That's, uh, that's, we, talk, we talked a lot of tentacles tonight. It should probably be on there. That's a term. Anyway, but uh, I was going to say, you should check out our uh, our website, adventuresinvideoland.com. Brad works really hard on that, and Matt mm. works very, very hard on it as well. Yeah. But the conversation begins and ends on Facebook, so find us. Adventures in Video Land group on Facebook. You choked up a little bit. Uh, you thinking about that kiss again? I just... <laughs>
No, it means a lot to me. <laughs> Facebook. <that> <laughs> Alright, guys. It has been fun. Until next time, Video Land. Peace the fuck out. Yeah.